This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. There is a podcast no one asked for. A podcast you never knew you didn't want. Three beers in. This is the podcast. I anticipate a deeply religious experience. Welcome back, everybody, to another multi-sudsy episode of Three Beers In. As always, this is Ross, and next to me here is Clint. Hello. Joel's there. And Cutter. Hey. Yeah. No, no famous. No, no. No, <laughs> no, I didn't know. So this week, we're doing our Oktoberfest episode, Oktoberfest 2019 we're celebrating coming to you live on facebook no we're not doing that no. this year. We, did, we did it last year in celebration of the 186th Oktoberfest. that's right it's been going on for 209 years <laughs> <laughs> so oh zaps is yeah did you just break the bottle yeah <laughs> bottle opener oh that looks great so, Ozapt Is is the traditional phrase in Bavarian dialect, which every year from 1950 onwards, the mayor of Munich, at the opening of the festival, opens the first barrel in the Schottenhammel tent, and oh, yeah? he yells, Ozapt Is, <laughs> which translated into German, it would be Is et Anzapfen. The word Anzapfen translated into setting a tap with a wooden hammer. But the phrase in Munich is kind of a magic word, meaning time to party. <laughs> and then everybody starts dancing and drinking. Huh. So at that point in the 50s, 12 guns were fired from the base of the Statue of Bavaria, announcing to all the servers it was time to start serving, which is pretty, pretty good idea because it's a big festival, so not everybody's going to be around the center and right. know when it's like, oh, can we start serving? It's like... But you hear 12 gunshots, and it's like, oh, there we go. Uh, Now they use firecrackers. Interesting, though, in 1950, the mayor, Thomas Wimmer, took 19 swings to open the first barrel, Mm -hmm. which is still the worst record. (laughs) Christine Yude, who was the mayor from 93 to 2014, was able to tap it in in two blows pretty consistently. Nice. So, yeah. Maybe that's why he was mayor for so long. (laughs) Yes. Yes, actually. Just went home, and that just... Tapped it in with two blows, huh? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the, the current mayor... That German he, porn, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's efficient. Yeah. Current mayor does it with three taps, so he has something to uh, improve on. Double anyway, tap. So, yeah. Rule double. number... John Wick rule, with rule the double number, tap. <laughs> rule number... Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. 56. Yeah. 56. Always double tap. Always do the double tap. So, cool. right now we're drinking... The Real Ale Oktoberfest. Uh, yeah. Yes. And it says Bavarian style lager. Bavarian style lager, yes. I don't love it in nah. terms of an Oktoberfest. It's okay. 
What do you think of what? It's totally real L. Do you like it? You like Oktoberfest though, don't you typically? Uh, yeah. He likes one that we'll, we'll be having. Yeah. Ross already knows that mm-hmm. I like. You've had it before? Spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> Not this one. Um, but the, I haven't had this one before and I haven't. Either. I don't know. They just, it reminds me of shiners. It's a bit of a miss, but where like, it just has a harsh finish to it. Yeah. I, I just would rather. I don't have think it. it has a harsh finish. I do. And I'm the super taster at the table, so. It's <laughs> not a big Oktoberfest. Yeah, yet. no, it's got. Disagree. It's got something to it. I don't quite enjoy on the finish. A little sweet? It's no, not sweet. No, I enjoy it's sweet. like a, a sharp. There's like a sharp. I don't yeah. want to say bitterness, but like there's a sharp. Is it that Blanco River? Is that what it is? Yeah, probably. Is it the what river? Blanco. The Blanco I, River. There you this go. Is it the Blanco River. I do feel like real me, hot tastes all the same. Their beers have some. Something probably with the water. It reminds me of, uh, yeah, like Shiner's beers all ha- have that same, this a very similar kind of finish to them. But Shiner's Oktoberfest is amazing. Um, I love it. I don't agree. All right. Well, everybody, you know, has their opinions. Some are wrong. I feel like this would have more body than a Shiner one, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not in love with it either, but it's, I can't put my finger on why. Yeah. There's not is like it, a whole lot of taste except like, it's it's got know, the malt, the f- it's got the sweetness, but the finish is not enough. It just it just doesn't keep going. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's like oh hey cool that's good flavor and then it's just not there anymore. It yeah. feels it like of, it's not consistent. Like it's watery and then there's something on top of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can. It, it's very light. It's a very light Oktoberfest. Yes. I'd say. Well, for F, it kind of five percent or five and a half percent. I mean, yeah, it's not really you could high. still. It, you, it doesn't have to be light, and you can you have a five percent beer that's not light. Was, last year, most of the ones we had were like six to seven, yes, weren't they? They were very <laughs> they were, high. They were a lot higher. It kind of finishes like licorice. How so? You know that licorice, like like you take a, a bite bit. and then that it just that. has that harshness to it. Yeah, I, I'm getting a little bit of harshness from like it. cherry licorice, which is weird because like black licorice. Because real ale, gen- mm. generally, I really like their beers. Mm-hmm. This one just is not. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about with black licorice cutter? You look like you don't know what I'm talking about. You bite into it and it just like shoots a shockwave to your brain where it's just like. I like oh, that's that's I like harsh. Black licorice. Root beer. That's harsh. <laughs> Tastes like anise. There you go. <laughs> and we know you love anise. <laughs> uh, I eat all anise right. all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, like I don't know why I'm talking to this guy because <laughs> no, I don't either. He was, he was the weakest of the tasters. Tasters, yeah. That's why you have to read cans, you know? Yeah. Or so. bottles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hide his bottle. Speaking of. So, <laughs> so this one is oh. a Bavarian-style lager. Yeah, which we'll get into. Will we get into it, Ross? Yeah, like are right you, now. Are you sure? Oh, well, yeah, in a in a moment. <laughs> um, Probably right after we discuss uh, Real Ale. We did discuss them on a previous episode. Uh, Our Belgian episode. Belgian episode, which is out. So go listen to that because it was really great, really fun. I couldn't fun. I couldn't cut out as much as I wanted to because it was just so good. Damn. So it's it's about two hours. Anyway, so Real Ale, <laughs> Real Ale Brewing Company was established in 1996 in Blanco, Texas, or Blanco, Texas, depending on who you ask. But uh, that's not the right way to say it. Blanco. Yeah. Means but, white. But people in, Bla- in Blanco hate Mexicans, so they say... Better say Blanco. Anyway. No, I don't know. It's just a broad generalization that's right. Um, <laughs> so, their beers can only be found in Texas. Oh, it's 
interesting. Originally operating out of a tiny I, basement brewery on the square in Blanco. I bet you could find them outside of Texas. Blanco. If you took them outside exactly. of Exactly. I mean, Oklahoma, I mean, there's a little... You could probably find... I don't know. Anyway, so basement brewery on the square in Blanco. Brewery relocated in May 2006 to a brand new facility where they have increased production massively. The owner credits the local Blanco River as some of the best brewing water for the styles of beer they make, making Blanco an ideal location for the brewery. They don't do a whole lot of lagers, do they? Most of the stuff they do is ales. Well, it is called real ale. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a lot easier to They're do They're Fireman's ales. 4. I, I know you can that find it everywhere. A, it is solid. That That's a is good blonde. always good. Yeah. Roasty and blonde. It's like a roasty blonde. It's just so good. I hadn't had it for a really long time, and I had it a couple months ago, and it is a great beer. I can see why people go to it all yeah. the time. It's just it, delicious. It's always good. Yeah. It's like a Shiner Bach, just like. That's you know what you're getting, yeah, and it's good. Anyway, so Clinton knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, super so, taster over there. <laughs> I don't I about don't know what about you're their about. Oktoberfest. I guess I did have a little bit about their Oktoberfest. Is Fall. it made in the typical German style? No, Fall. I think, I think it's Belgian. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's good. It's even better. Fall and German beer go together like Texas and tacos. Actually, well, yeah. So, but <laughs> I, you know, I was just, I was thinking that like, well, Germany and Texas kind of, and beer all go together. So, I don't know. A lot of, uh, for people out it's there. It's an orgy. <laughs> for people out there that aren't familiar, a lot of Germans settled in, yep. in Central Texas. Country, yeah. yeah. Also Which Czechs. Ones? Well, that explains the racism. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, okay. Here it is. Uh, so they brewed Oktoberfest. It's their first lager. Using traditional Bavarian brewing methods and the highest quality German malt, hops, and yeast. Did you read that on the bottle? I did not. Okay. I thought maybe you were you were trying to get one over on me. No, just so just uh, being uh, being part of the episode last yeah. year. So, so they say Munich and Vienna malts are the real heroes of this brew, resulting in a smooth copper color, medium-bodied beer that's perfect for fall. This year, celebrate Oktoberfest with real ale and fill a stein with this traditional Bavarian lager. We won't even make you wear lederhosen. <laughs> so I got here, it's an ABV of 5.7, IBUs 22, and an OG as uh, 13.5 Play-Doh. But it's not going to mean a lot to some people, but not going to mean a lot to a lot of people. doesn't mean anything to me, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, we don't use Play-Doh, so I don't know what it means either. <laughs> I like that it says well balanced on the bottle. I have to completely disagree with that. But you don't, you don't that, think it's well balanced? I think that means the bottle, Joel. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> the bottle's it's actually, got a. It John, is consistently the, uh, well balanced. I don't know. The, 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 the bottle is very well balanced. <laughs> As I'm drinking it, it, it's, it's, I think it gets better. I, you know, yeah. I, I, think we, I think we discovered that last year, too. Like As it warmed up, uh, all, all the beers. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. Because like, this isn't very cold. Now it's so it says Bavarian style lager because it can't say Oktoberfest, but it does, you know? but it does say Oktoberfest, but it's not, it can't say Oktoberfest as the style, yeah. They, they named it Oktoberfest, yeah. That's but then the they name. have to it's clarify that it's a Bavarian, Bavarian style, style lager. lager, they can't say that it's an Oktoberfest beer because they're not in oh, Germany. That's right. hey, we, we did discuss that last yeah, time. Yeah, we did. You yeah. can name it an you can name it Oktoberfest. Yeah, which is uh, Seguin did that. Right. Yeah. But you can't 
Uh, you have to say it's it's uh, Marzen or Vienna or Bavarian style lager or Oktoberfest style yeah. beer. Ooh, do you think because, we'll have different ones tonight? Because it's not in Germany. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's an Appalachian uh, Kolsch right. or yeah. Champagne. Right. But what if you did? <laughs> well, do you, want, do you want 30 million Germans, German, yeah. Germans <laughs> coming after you? Fuck, you're <laughs> you're going to pay a lot of Deutschmarks. <laughs> things that happen Euro, they're Euros now, right? I don't know. <laughs> Where, they, they, man, they march on America because you named a beer. <laughs> they just come that's up what I'm through saying, Mexico. Like, like, come and fight me, Germany. That's, that's, yeah, come, here I'm they saying, come. Like, yeah. Come and take it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> exactly. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure we're a bigger country. <laughs> and by we're, I mean Texas. I'm pretty yeah. sure Texas is a bigger country. They'd be like, wait, I think I, it is because Texas is about the size of France, right? Or France is the size of Texas, and France is bigger than Germany. Although that didn't work said. for them during World War II, right? Well, they don't so, have a bunch of Texans in there. There you go. I, all I'm saying is, like, if you did, if you if you called this just an Oktoberfest, yeah, beer, like uh, as the style. What can they like? Is there actually any legal recourse that they could take to try to an, get you to? Change I don't think it? in America they really can. Right. So they fuck can em. just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you're gonna build it, yourself as a traditional it's German like, style, uh, you don't want to step on their laws. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. If you want to make friends with Germans, sounds like you guys are gonna make an Oktoberfest. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we are. I do, I do want to do longer, yeah. but I'd rather do a uh, Maybach. But, uh, no, no, no. We're going to make gonna an Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest now? And it's okay. going to be called an Oktoberfest. I guess, I, and yeah, we're going to make Oktoberfest, it. Oktoberfest. <laughs> Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest in style. Oktoberfest yeah, yeah. in life. You say it's, it's Oktoberfest style. I just see the then, logo. Like, Clint, it's just Clint going like this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That'll be I'll just the, flip the bird. Like, flip, yeah. Flipping the birds. Like, the double beers, birds. One of the beers we end up That'll making work. is going to be like, fuck y'all, I'm from Texas beer or something like that. Fuck y'all, we're from Texas! I'm behind that. It, 100%. It's either going to be a Kolsch or an Oktoberfest or something, and we're going to say that it's that. Why not an IPA? <laughs> That's not Texas. What would yeah. be the most Texan beer if we could make one, if you guys could make one? Native Texas. Shiner Smokehead. Yeah. I don't know. No. Um, Shiner Smokehead. Would there be a style? Shiner Smokehead. Smoke <laughs> <laughs> smoked beer? No. Yeah, it'd uh, have to be a smoked beer, right? It, we we uh, talked about this. Like, you'd have to come up with something. Uh, a Texas smash. And then just do, like, all... Texas grains and all Texas. Yeah, Texas hops, though. That's that's the tough part. Hopadashery just had their harvest, though, but they're giving it all to, to breweries. Yeah. Us little people, we can't get those hops. Maybe I, I, I might be able to get a place Jeff. out of, from uh, Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Do you well, think do you get. think Texas hops would be resiny? No, because they we they can't grow every variety. So there's some hops uh, from Yes, I can. I can bet. You can grow them inside. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, if you're going to get technical about it, <laughs> ooh, get into that business. But yeah, they. Well, no, they have a hydroponic farm in Dallas. Yeah. Although it was, it was torn up, we've talked about it. Hmm. I don't know if maybe it was just you and me talked about it. We mentioned it a couple me times. Me and Cutter. Yeah. But uh, on, a, on a solo podcast or a duo podcast. Up, <laughs> up too, too late. late. Up too late. Yeah. <laughs> up too late with Ross and Cutter. So. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that's just gonna come down the pike. We're gonna we're gonna make a beer and call it one of these. Fuck you,
I am 100% behind that. Fuck y'all, big old accents. Oh no, we're from Texas. <laughs> not oh no, that's not how the song goes. Yeah. Do you want to put fuck you like, on a beer bottle? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's not, not fuck you, it's fuck y'all. Oh, fuck that's y'all. Right, my bad. We're from Texas. Yeah. Fuck, you, fuck you Yeah, all. you wouldn't gotcha. get it as somebody yeah. from Kansas. I was born here. Goddamn I'd like, to, I'd like to say... I've lived, I've lived longer in Texas than I have in Kansas. There you go. But you did live in Kansas. Yeah, but I was born in Texas. Uh, you so were raised you in Kansas. And it shows. <laughs> <laughs> so... Your personality is Kansas. <laughs> So, Oktoberfest beers. What is an Oktoberfest beer? Basically, Oktoberfest beer is a Marzen. But not all Marzen beers can be called Oktoberfest beers. Technically, Marzen precedes Oktoberfest beers. What does that mean? They were making Marzens before Oktoberfest. Before the October Festival started. Yes, yes. Which we'll get into that as well. Will uh, we, though? I really hope so, because I spent a lot of time typing this shit up. Well, I'm just saying, you know how these things go. I was, I was just going to... And gonna, we are drinking five beers yeah, tonight. I so. Was, so there's plenty of time. Yeah, we only got one right now. Uh, I was just going to use my notes from last year, but then I was like, oh, there's so much more stuff to talk about. Anyway, so it all started with the Mars and Beers, long before uh, Ludwig of Bavaria married Princess Teresa von Schossen Hildberghausen. And Oktoberfest became an annual beer festival. There was the Mars and Beers. They are lagers, bottom fermented at cooler temperatures, fuller bodied than pale ales, while still crisp, slightly sweet, but well balanced and flavorful with beautiful deep amber color. Marzins were named Marzins, meaning March beers. So they were brewed in March. Instead um, of October. Yeah. Because before they had there the was. for a while. Yes. You have to lager for a while. You're getting ahead of me. Anyway, uh, because <laughs> before there was refrigeration, they were the last beers of the cooler fall and winter months to be brewed, which March isn't fall or winter. But yeah, they were brewed usually in March. Summer brewing was forbidden at the time. The Rheinhetzkebolt not only restricted brewers to only four ingredients or three at the time, which were water, hops, and malt. I think that's what it is. I'm declaring war against the Ryan Hexenbolt. Well, I can't even say it, but circle, I'm declaring war. Circle follows it. Anyway, but... Uh, no, does because, Blur, because... Does Blur follow it? Because, Blur does. Because it's a Texas Hef. Yeah, they yeah. got all the cans that they... Well, yeah, but they use just malt, yeast, water, and hops. Oh, but they... So they don't, like, throw peaches into it. No. So the Rheinhetzkebot not only restricted brewing to the only the four ingredients or three at the time, but it also made it illegal to brew in summer. What beer could only be brewed between That's, the days? Of, I was, I was going to ask. So I guarantee this wasn't made in German traditional oh, style. Oh no, yeah, it, it wasn't clearly brewed during the summer. Oh yeah, uh, but it, it could only be brewed between the days of Saint Michael and Saint George, which is uh, Saint Michael's Day is September 29th, and Saint George's is April 23rd. Hmm. Give a reason why they did that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They because it was too hot to brew in the summer. Yeah. And it was thought that the risk... Do you brew? You can disagree all the fuck you want, man. Do you brew? You think it was too hot for the ingredients? You guys brew during the summer? It's it's fucking hot. I will will get to it. We may... may. Will you, though? (laughs) The single paragraph that I've been trying to read... So, it was thought that the risk of contamination was too high, so brewing had to stop before the weather became too warm. 
Marzins had a higher alcohol content than regular lagers in order to have a longer shelf life and made it to the harvest festival of fall without becoming spoiled during the heat of summer. They were left to ferment slowly in cool cellars and caves and were tapped in early fall. Generally, they're made with an exclusively malted barley grain bill and both sweet toasted bread aroma. They are crisp yet smooth, faint hints of spice, Swedish, yet with a noticeable noble hop bite, and they finish dry. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. It has a bite. Yeah. Well. And no fuck bite. you, Cutter. I, I win has, again. No, fuck you, Cutter. I win again. I think that's, I think that's what I don't like about what it, beer it, is that it, do, it doesn't have the body. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It, no, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's younger, and I think that's part of it. That might so, be. yeah. So you're basically saying. It is their saying, first lager. So. You're saying they used to age these things, the, the beer for like basically Months. half a year yeah. before right. it was served. Yeah. Because. And that's come. where, well, that's why they're like in an elevated ABV, which today. It's not, I wouldn't say six is that really an elevated ABV, but. Yeah, is there a range that uh, could be for the ABV that they try to stay within for Oktoberfest? Yeah, I mean, six. there's a BJCP guideline, but uh, I'm I'm not sure what it is, but it's probably upper fives to upper six, lower sevens and the mm. ABV. Huh. The ones we had last year, I want to say that the lowest one was like five, nine. Is it right at six? And then all like there was might have been the lowest. Yeah, I, I want to say that too. Yeah. So, but Schmittelfest was seven point seven or eight. It was eight. Yeah. yeah, it was like eight. Eight. Yeah, that's uh, what is yeah. this again? Five. This is five did and you, a half. Did you get through your paragraph, Ross? No. Well, I have another one. Uh, <laughs> you want me to read it? Just just the end of Marzins here. Marzins has a mixed origin. Some sources noted the extreme close res- relationship between Marzin and Vienna beers. Ray Daniels, who is a beer writer. He wrote how to design good beers, um, Smug and among other other things. I I really want to buy that book, but it's like I don't want to spend ten dollars on it anyway. <laughs> uh, so Christmas, <laughs> nah. uh, Secret Santa. So he notes that the term Marzen was first used for beers brewed in Vienna in the 1700s. Marzen is also close in relation to brown beers brewed in Bavaria as early as the 16th century, though the term Marzen was not originally applied to this style. Most modern authors attribute the origin of the name Marzen to Vienna, as no reference can be found to of Munich Marzens prior to the late 19th century. What about marzipan? The, <laughs> yeah, I think that no, they didn't have it. Uh, those similar styles were being brewed in Bavaria much earlier than that, though. So basically, Oktoberfest beer is Marzen, but not all Marzen beers can be called Oktoberfest beers because they have to follow the Rhein Hickstenbach. Rhein No, no, they have Rhein-Hicks, to. Rhein Hick Rhein Hickstenbosum. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, no, because if they're brewed outside, it there's. Well, I'll, I'll get to... Well, I, I can explain it right now, I guess. Okay, it's in the... We next, are going to get to it. Uh, so, only six breweries <laughs> are allowed be. to call their Mars and Lagers Oktoberfest beers. We These are the that, same yeah. six breweries exclusively serving their beers during Munich's Oktoberfest. Oh, that's how we're talking only about Did you even breweries? listen? Yeah. Did you even listen to they, our episode <laughs> last year? No. It was in two formats. There was a video, and then there was a. a I listened to some of podcast. I like. I uh, I had fun. Wait, wait, wait. So, but they're all situated within the city limits of Munich. So there's Augustiner, Hacker Shore, Hofbrau, Lowenbrau, 
Palaner and Spotten. Any brewery outside the city. Spotten. Becks. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, so any, any brewery outside the city of Munich city limits, whether still in Germany or in another country, has the name of their beer brewed in the style as Oktoberfest style beer or simply Marzen. See, that's what I take issue with. I don't have to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Germany says you do. Well, Germany can eat a dish. It's actually, well, it's actually Bavaria, which I don't know. But. Oh, even more specific. So fuck them. <laughs> I don't have to do a goddamn Which is part thing. of Germany now. Yeah. So, but. Come down from your mountaintop. <laughs> your your Matterhorn. <laughs> your Matterhorn. Which is not the highest I'll just, highest mountain in the Alps. I'll, I'll hit him with some marzipan. It's okay. All right. What are we drinking next? So, but oh, final What countdown. did everybody but what did everybody think of the the real ale? I like it. I wish it had more body. That's the one I'm, thing. Yeah. I wish gonna, I wish it was heftier. I'm not going to drink it again. It's a zero. I still give it a 1. I'll I give just, it a 1. It was I would it give it bad. A, I would give it a zero. It's not like really, really bad, but yeah, like Clint said. I'm, Spoiler if, alert! If, if all I'm, of these are going to be a one for me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. Unless there's something radically wrong with them. I think we canceled so, the I show. I haven't tried Octo- the 903 I yet. I like October. I think we canceled the show when you get a zero. Like, yeah, you've had um, there's one, been a couple maybe? of them. There's been a couple. Of <laughs> there's been a couple of zeros. Yeah, if they're yeah, radically but, wrong. Yeah, but. I, we have to offset Cutter sometimes. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, but yeah. no. But this I feel is, like that's I feel like that's my primary role. Is not like, not just offset to offset cutter. cutter though. But I'd say if we were at somewhere and they had a selection of Oktoberfest beers, this is not the one that I. Yeah, think. I would I would agree. I would agree with that statement. But I would think even if this was their only Oktoberfest beer, I would not pick this one. I don't gravitate to Oktoberfest. I would beers drink something myself, so. else. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck y'all. I like Oktoberfest. But I want to. I do want to say one thing. I've only had Oktoberfest in bottles, so when we get to cans, that's going to be interesting. It's like Shiners. Like I'm, I have some Shiners. I don't really want to drink through them now, but I will eventually I like drink those. through them. Just regular. You, you can have them original. I've, I've had one. You I've had two more. of them. I think original Shiners or no Shiner. No, the Shiner Oktoberfest. Oh, okay. I think it might be my right now. It is my favorite Oktoberfest. I remember until, until further notice. <laughs> yeah, until I have something better. I like this can. All right. Are you, are you, yeah, done? me too. Are you done with your uh, necessary a, paragraphs about real ale? A, uh, about real ale, yes. Mustache. Their Oktoberfest and everything. Yeah, yeah. All right. Moving on to 903. Okay, so 903 actually has Marzen yeah, has on Marzen. theirs. And yeah. it's Marzen Oktoberfest. Which which I was ex- I thought the 903 would, but it didn't. This is the It had Bavarian style. The 903. Or, sorry, Whoa, the real ale. This is an ale. Huh? It's an ale there. It shouldn't be. L that's, and then pairs with. That's probably because of the, the TABC. Is it prosting your bros? Is it prosting? Yeah. Prosting uh, your I like bros. The prosting your bros. What does that mean? What's prosting? I, it means cheers. Cheers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Prost means cheers. Okay, cool. I've been loving 903's stuff lately. I know. Every every day. Where's Sherman? Is that Dallas? Yeah, it's it's... Is it just north of Dallas? Ooh, I like that color. I like the head. Right. I like the beer. Well, there's one. Yep. Fall in line, guys. There you go. I like it. Smooth finish. Good flavor. Well, we know where Cutter's going to land, so. Mm. <laughs> Yummy. Oh, man, that is Nice good. aroma. Yeah. That is real nice. Actually, I don't like the aroma, but I like the beer. The drink. That is clean, too. It's Very, got a nice, clean it's like finish. orchardy kind of aroma. Yeah. Orchardy? The aroma? Orchard fruit. 
Apple okay. maybe. I could take it. I don't know. All right. Got to see that. It's all malt. It's all, it's all, I can't, it's all malt. From I don't know. Something's wrong. I can't really smell it. Maybe you should taste it. You yeah, that's not super bad. taster. I did. And I said it was good. <laughs> so fuck you, Cutter. More body uh, roastier than the uh, the real ale. I almost get a the weird The color's like, darker too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I almost get like yeah. it wants to. It's actually, it's not clear. It's, it's no. a bit hazy. Right. It yeah. almost tastes like it wants to be caramely and then drops off where it's like, oh, I taste caramel. No. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's there's a bit of caramel. Uh, there could be some crystal. Oh, man. I want a bratwurst. Yeah. Well, hey, Cutter, let's go find and, best worst. <laughs> bratwurst and a pretzel bun. Ooh, pretzel. Mm. Mm. Salty. Mm. Brutorium. Best pretzels. Ooh, I, Although I easy, easy Tiger's the still open. pretzels. But I want a best worst. Mm, I don't know. Best worst. Mm. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just saying <laughs> I could eat something right now. Eat a dick. And I was like, <laughs> a good one. God damn it. Someone. Did Cutter actually get us on that one? <laughs> ah, got him. <laughs> so what do we got about 903? Stuff. Stuff and things. All right, good. Uh, this beer is nice. It's Full-bodied, yes. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yep. And it does definitely finish smooth and clean. Yep. I like it. it. It's got a real clean finish on it. That's what I really like about it, too. Yeah. I love that color, too. That unfiltered haze, too. I was getting, like, a soapy taste at the end, and I'm trying to get over that. Anyone mm-hmm. else getting that? No. No. It's a very clean beer. It's so mild that it's not a big detractor. It's got that sweet. I, I love that. That's yeah, what I love about I mean, Oktoberfest. That's sweet. Now I just taste. I think I think I know what you're. I, I think I know what you're talking about with your like. It, it does have a little bit of a lingering flavor to yeah. it. but I don't. I don't hate I'm not it. Not down with that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not a huge it's, thing. Distraction. It's subtle. Yeah, yeah. This was totally different than the last one we had. So nine hundred three brewers are deeply rooted in originality, high quality, and community. Mm, they familiar. pride themselves uh, on solely offering their best to the best, which is you, not you, Cutter. Yeah, yeah. everybody but Cutter. Everybody but Cutter. <laughs> I get leftovers. So, oh. so acting on their dream of sharing their love of creating great beer with folks who mean the most, 903 Brewers is the product of the perfectionism and persistence of founders Jeremy. Uh, who is also head brew boss, and Natalie Roberts. Their award-winning beers include the Sasquatch Imperial yeah. Chocolate Milk Stout. Which I too, want nothing to do with that beer. It's an amazing beer. It's good beer. Yeah. I don't want it. I've had okay. so many iterations of it. So, yeah, so Imperial. So that Eliminated. Stout. No, I like stouts. That's what I'm saying. Stout. Uh, yeah, it took home the silver in 2015 Great American Beer Festival. In the aged beer category, their Scotch Ale, the Kilt Switch, took home the bronze in 2018. I don't want to drink that, though. It's got Pete. Um, <laughs> they cut Pete up? Yeah. Fuck Col- you, Pete. Cultivating its craft since 2013, 903 Beer is noticeably crafted with impeccable care. 903 Brewers first made a name for itself at the beloved, the chosen one, Coconut Ale. Oh, hey, another one at Clinton. <laughs> and Rue's Red Ale, now with an array of year-round seasonal and special release beers, craft beer enthusiasts are sure to find their flavor. I so, kind of want to try so the other beers there. Uh, here's the red. thing. And and this kind of goes back into like what I said about Fourth Tap and what was the one brewery? 
Celis. No, not Celis. They're still around, right? Southern Tier. No, 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 no. Uh, Independence. No, God. Let me think. Friends uh, and Allies. No, not Friends and Allies. All Stott. Circle. No, what did you say about We did their, we did, the, the, the farmhouse saison that we did. Busher. Oh, oh Hop Squad. Not Hob Squad. <laughs> Strangeland. Strangeland. Yeah. And just, That's what know. it was. I, I couldn't think of it yesterday. Strangeland. Yes. It's where it is brewing in a wrench. Oh. Well, they don't have anywhere else to brew. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, they're back. But they're that, brewing at Wrench. They're brewing at Wrench. Interesting. Contract uh, brewing. Yeah. That's news. But no. So <laughs> when you read off like these descriptions from breweries oh, and stuff yeah. like that, I just can we can we not just be like they want to put their best face out there? Ah, yeah. but it's just so yeah. No, I the know. verbiage that they or the adjectives that they use. Well, let's it, make sense. I can't, wait, versus, I can't wait till well, you guys like hit it off with your beers and like Clint has to write the website. <laughs> He's oh, not gonna I do would, it. I would. He's just gonna say fuck you. We're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> fuck y'all. Drink my beer. There you go. I think that or, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I think you should be like, like, don't like it, you can eat a dick. You know, how, like Friedman <laughs> yeah. would enjoy it. Like just like we make damn good beer. We got to make damn good beer first. Don't, well, Torchies makes damn good tacos. Like, I'm not gonna say it's perfect, impeccable. Definitely not. Like inspired. We need to go talk to Fourth Tap just because <laughs> I called them out and. I feel like they, they won't. Just, they won't answer me. Because uh, shit on them so well, much. <laughs> no, I don't know. Because they're maybe their social media person doesn't respond to uh, Instagram. I don't know. But you you get what yeah, I'm saying. No, like, I understand. It, pretentious to me, to me. To me, that's like yeah, it's pretentious and it's just like. And what about the beer? Be real, real <laughs> ale. Yeah, just be real. Just be real about it. Like. All, not to call out real we, ale because they, well, didn't, like, they didn't have that on their website. Yeah. It, just trying to make it something more than it is or to me. What is it? No. What is it to you? They like making beer. and then Making delicious highlight. beer. That's that's what it is. You're making damn good beer. Say something like that. Don't try to make it, I don't know, something more. Aspirational. Yeah, like... Motivational? Take, take not, it or, not take motivational. It or leave it. Take like, it or leave it, guys. Not, and maybe aspirational <laughs> neither, but like, it's so Asperger's. hard to... It's so hard for me mm. to articulate this for some reason, but like, like because of the Asperger's, it's so hard right the Asperger's. Right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, just hey, this is a delicious beer. They should be proud of this, but yeah. like, I don't this know, is great. not this, this might not be the that best. proud. This yeah. might be the best October Not, not like <laughs> impeccable. <laughs> you know, there's just key words, I guess, that trigger me. Community, whatever. <laughs> oh, he's triggered. You said this is uh, this is the best Oktoberfest you ever had. I think so. This is good. This is a good Oktoberfest. That's what it is. You're setting the bar to a certain level, right? When you use a word like impeccable or when you say like inspired or, or you know, when you make it more grandiose. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're yeah, setting like, a bar. What at if a somebody level. thinks it thinks it's peckable? So it's like. Right. It's totally peckable. I mean, <laughs> Joel, Joel, Joel got some soapiness. In it's it, not you saying know? unpeckable. <laughs> impeckable. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's the same thing. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Unpeckable and impeckable. <laughs> I'd peck at it. Yeah. Just, just a little uh, peck. Peck here or there. You pecker. So, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know, you're just elevating your own, you're, you're setting we, a bar for yourself that's... Can we know, talk about the beer? Like, you can oh. never make a bad beer yeah. then because, like, you've Maybe. described your brewery in such grandiose terms. That, a, lo- like, a lot of it, a lot of what it, What did though, you say grandiose? I thought you just said something about community. That's what I remembered. No, I think that was Circle. Terrible show. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> yes. 
stand by. In a growing market, though, I mean, you kind of have to use those words to stand out to, oh, yeah. wow, these people. No, like, I understand. Because a lot, of, a lot of people get their info from the internet. That's a why I think it should be opposite. Just be like, take it or leave it. Who are you talking about? <laughs> Not you. The internet is full of information. Right. Where, where else are you supposed to get your no, information No, Ross from? went to the library and thumbed through those little cards yeah, exactly. that you get to figure out the, Ross, the, the cards. Ross called up. Called the card, up card, catalog, card catalog. And <laughs> Do went down decimals? the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> Dewey, you fool. Your decimal system has played right into my hands. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, so 903 is Oktoberfest. Oh. Uh, yeah, on the can it says what is the same thing. As I'm sorry, what, what was that? Is that my job? Let yeah, me read it real quick. Yeah, your job. Because it says the same thing as it says on their website, but... Our medium-bodied mares in Oktoberfest is a malt-forward tasty treat. Light amber in color, the 903 Oktoberfest finishes dry and clean. This seasonal lager is rich, roasty, and quite delectable. Prost. I like it. See? But See? you like all those words? That's fine. It's delectable. Delectable? Yeah. Okay. That just means delicious, and it is. That's perfect. And Marzen? Yeah. <laughs> it's German, Marzen though. Band? You like German? Yeah. What, if it, what if it were a pan of Marzen's? What if it was a pan of Marzen's? Would you call it a Marzen's pan? pan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm fine with the description on the can. I like the artwork. I, I don't like how Cutter read it. I do love the artwork there. It's Schoolhouse Rocky. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. I don't know. I don't think he ever went to school. <laughs> I don't know what the Oktoberfest thing there. It's taking well, a mustache not, ride. Not Rocky, but it's cool. Yeah. It's taking a mustache ride. <laughs> it's got a mustache on top there, I guess, but it's like a, I don't know really what that is. It looks like a crust. A birdhouse. But the whole the whole thing, I Chicken guess. Chicken coop. It looks like a beard. And later who's uh, Oh. I don't like it now. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it is. It looks like Cutter. Which we can get into later. And later, Hosen. Oh, is it? Yeah. Prost? Oh, yeah. Prost means cheers. Uh, it still prosty? means cheers. <laughs> it still means cheers? Okay. <laughs> so, Oktoberfest beers, well, uh, there's we're still discussing that, of course. Anyway, I don't know. Did you want us to talk more there? No. <laughs> he like, he like pauses for us to talk and we don't talk. <laughs> but when he's trying to talk and read his notes, it's like, <laughs> we can't shut up. So, anybody not familiar with Vienna Loggers? Vienna Loggers emerged. Uh, they emerged uh, in a result of the work of an Austrian brewer. Yeah. A very skilled one. Vinny Austria? Uh, if he does say so himself. <laughs> I'm sure he did, but he's dead. Long dead. Oh, if he did say so 200 himself. years, probably more. Long dead uh, the king. But <laughs> that's Long. not how it goes. <laughs> uh, by, uh, by the name of Anton Dreyer, is to improve the quality of the earliest amber lagers. He was influenced by the English brewing tradition and decided to use paler malts, such as used in the pale ales of England. He still used the Bavarian lager yeast, though, and achieved elegant maltiness balanced by firm but not pervasive bitterness. Elegant? Yes, so elegant. Yeah. Yes. Was it elegant? You love Vienna lagers. I do. I do love Vienna lagers. I it's hard not to love Vienna lagers. You wouldn't say they're elegant. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say. I would it. say, I'd say they're, they're good. corny. He was. <laughs> that's, no, that, 
Those are cream ale. Anyway, he was known to describe his amber lager as Marzen, brewed in Viennese style. Therefore, the name Vienna lager emerged. Some even credit him for laying the stepping stones for the evolution of the early Marzen beers in today's Oktoberfest beer. He so, laid that pipe. Yeah. Always laying that pipe. Isn't Negromadilla a Vienna-style lager? It is. No, it's, it's not Nashville's mostly corn, isn't it? That's that's because it's made by AB InBev. <laughs> not. Actually, no, they use rice, right? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, uh, I thought, we, I thought we discussed use, that. I well, thought we discussed that during the East Lab episode. Yeah, they, it should be corn for a... So wait, let's get this straight. Because the La Verdad, all those Mexican-style lagers have a lot of corn mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. Which I don't hate because... Oh, they call I, it maize, though. Again, again, the, uh, the Shiner... That's rice. The Shiner Mexican lager. Yeah. It's pretty corny. Yeah. And it's good. They got a Mexican lager? They did. They do. It, it's oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I couldn't hear you. Um, <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. This yeah, guy, I can't this guy, last time I had a shiner. This guy made Marzins, but he called them Vienna lagers in the Vienna Viennese style. But he made Marzins as well. Yeah, because well, because it was he made them in March. Yeah. So, but this was before make, Oktoberfest. This was so way it, before. So he made Marzins, but he made them before March. So therefore, they weren't Mars. Not they before were March, in but March. he made them. In, he was in Vienna in before Austria. Oktoberfest. So I'm just trying to, to, to make this he distinction made, he, because he it sounds like the, the same guy made Marzins and Vienna. He stuff. Like he's paler, the father of both. He used but paler the same malts thing. like English beers. Oh, so the Germans are so all which, fucking are, high and mighty, are they? They use Vienna malts, which they, it has its own malt now. So yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is this bro took inspiration <laughs> from fucking England and then he mixed they, it with German and, and mixed it with German styles or whatever. Although he was and in then, Austria. And then the German, or sorry, sorry, Austria, sorry, my bad, yeah. Austria. Get your geography right. But my point is, and then they tried to impose this fucking Reichsbahn or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. Well, he didn't have he didn't have to abide abide by it. And uh, it was before that, yeah. right? Well, but that's what I'm well, saying. Th- he, that's Ryan not that's not that's not Ryan Germany Hitz though. Kabult. Vienna at this time wasn't Germany. All I'm saying is fuck that shit. That's bullshit. Yeah. Actually, a lot of like the new style brewers in Germany want them to do away with it, but it's still there. So. They yeah, they should. They, they should can't. Do away they can't with make uh, American styles. They can't do like crazy beers. They can't put fruit in their gosa, which they didn't want them to put salt in the gosa either. But it's the gosa was brewed before the Reinheitsgebot, so it's its own style. And so there's a whole thing we talked about it. But. Was grandfathered in? Yeah, exactly. So which again. Not following your own goddamn rules. Fuck you, Germany. You're on my list. <laughs> You're on the list now. <laughs> on the, Germany, I don't know why it took two years for you to get on careful, the list. Careful, careful. We do want to go over there for Oktoberfest Dana sometime. Shore, Jack Anderson. Hey! This is Richard Nixon's enemies list. You just crossed out his name and put yours. Um, I'm just saying... I don't know. I, I'm developing a list I of, get it. of things that I say Mostly fuck you Germany. To. It started with Cutter. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Johnson was a close oh, one. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so France is on there, Germany's on there. I feel there. like you're just getting closer is to Ryan, Germany. Is Ryan Johnson below Cutter or 
Oh man, he's gonna be a buff cutter. This is a tough question. You might need. <laughs> I mean, to, have you talked some time to think a about total it? Total of an hour about cutter and how much you hate him versus ryan Johnson. yeah i think about. you have i think you've talked more <laughs> about how much you hate cutter than <laughs> maybe not on the podcast but in your whole life yeah, just in <laughs> general yeah no Fuck i think guy. i hate ryan Johnson. <laughs> okay okay yeah is ryan Johnson german that. or austrian uh no i don't know anyway so there's <laughs> also ryan? there's also fest beer which in the mid-1970s Polaner decided to Polaner. Yeah, decided to brew. Uh, we'll see what goes into the <laughs> episode. They decided to brew an alternate beer to be served at the Oktoberfest. This new beer was lighter in both color and body, but still malty. The goal was to make a beer that was more drinkable than the traditional Oktoberfest beer, which Paul Anner felt was <laughs> too filling. So- and this new beer. Uh, has been the dominant beer served at Oktoberfest since 1999. So they wanted to make it and more sessionable. And it's sesh- a fest beer. They they wanted to make it more sessionable. Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. Sell more beer, uh, actually, and so keep people drinking October, all day. A, a session Oktoberfest, basically. I don't, I don't think it's technically a session beer because I'm pretty sure it's still... Spaten actually sells their Oktoberfest year-round. Fuck Spaten. Yeah, I've seen it. Wundebecks? Yeah. <laughs> So, the but the modern Marzins and Oktoberfest styles may bear little resemblance to the early Marzins of Vienna or even Munich. The early Marzin was described as dark, brown, and full-bodied. Hmm. Reminds me... Like Tony. Was, <laughs> I was going to say, too bad Tony's not here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, the turmoil of the wars of the early 20th century nearly brought an end to both Marzin and Vienna-style beers. But would you call so, Tony full-bodied? <laughs> No, he's he ain't got no booty. So, <laughs> so Marzins enjoy enjoyed a resurgence in popularity when the Munich Oktoberfest started up again after World War II. The Oktoberfest style, a slightly stronger version of Marzen, is brewed specifically for the world famous Munich festival each year. Nice. Yeah, and then I have history about Oktoberfest, a bunch of stuff. Good. Can we one and zero these? Uh yeah, the uh nine oh three Mars and Oktoberfest, a definite one. Would have again. I have high hopes for this next one. High hopes. I've got high <laughs> hopes. I've got I give it a one. I thought that was great. Probably like I said, probably the best Oktoberfest I've had. That's before. definitely one of the better. I'm with you. That's definitely one of the better Oktoberfest I've ever had. Yeah. It's better than real ale, but I still don't really care for it. Full body. Maybe you just don't like Oktoberfest. Live Oak's Oktoberfest. Like, I'm pretty sure I don't. Solid. Really? Yeah. yeah. Their Oktoberfest like is really good. I the idea of it, but in um, practice, I don't know. I you would what? rather have a Vienna-style lager, huh? Oh, I definitely would. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, got to beat that one. Yeah, it's... I don't know. There's just a taste in there that I don't like. Mm. Mm. Uh, all right. Moving on. The we goodness. are yeah. now moving on to Allstad. Allstad. Allstad? Go back to Kansas, Cutter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to say any more? Just... No, no, just go back to Kansas. Sorry. Once again, nice head on this. Brewed in crystal Frederick clear Spurred, color. Texas. Texas. Yeah. That is very. Yeah, that is. Ugh. All steads. From, I say uh, crystal uh, clear, but it's like an amber hue. And <laughs> yeah. see cutter through it. Uh-oh. So It's close to the first one we had. Points off for that. Points off for that. So is the name of this beer Oct? Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's crisp. Mm hmm. So this is Oct Oktoberfest. So are they calling 
the style Oktoberfest in this? They just they just call it Oktoberfest because they can get mad points. No, it was a premium German style beer. Uh, German style. But they call it Oct Oktoberfest. It's just the name. Are you sure? Because yeah. I will give them mad props if they're already saying, <laughs> fuck it, we're going to call it an Oktoberfest. Oh, hey, they have a little blurb about the brewery on the bottle. A little blurb? They, just, really... they just opened up a giant-ass brewery out there. Yeah, because they, they got all that money. They got millions of dollars. So, how? Yeah, they, they got, well, they were... Um, they acquired? In the, no, they were in the real estate business. Oh, like commercial it? real estate, I think. You're and in the commercial real estate business. Real estate so they have they there. have like a castle out there yeah. in Fredericksburg. It looks amazing. Wait a minute, if you guys look at it, look up All Stop Brewery and it's it's a castle. It looks like a castle. Yeah. It's oh they they have like grounds and everything. They're they have grounds. Yeah, <laughs> coffee grounds. No, or like like, land. like gardens and yeah, land. land. They have land. Like like how they many have your huge <laughs> tracks of land? Yes. But no, it's like like a palace. I wouldn't say castle. Okay, palace is more like it's okay. Yeah, it's got a hoppiness, and y'all know I don't like hoppiness. It's it not, do. I don't. I don't know if it's a hoppiness that I. No, get. that's there's, a hoppiness. There's something that lingering kind of. Uh, it's not overpowering by any means. It's not anything to like. Not. Oof, I don't think. Amazing. I don't think I would call it a zero at, right now. But it. It is. It's better. Than, I wish it was better sweeter. than a real elf, in my opinion. Yes, yeah, maltier, sweeter. Yeah, it's yeah, sweeter. I'm not gonna lie. I had one of these a couple of weeks ago. It was. Is that it, why there were only five? Yep. <laughs> exactly why there's only five. I en- I enjoy it. It's a, but yeah. I just I just wish it was a tad bit sweeter. Yeah, I do want to go out there sometime. They did bachelor one only party. Trip. Yeah, I already had a bachelor party. Well, you're gonna need well, another one, but Bachelor Party Bungalow too. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Break Electric Two. Electric Bungalow. Nobody's ever seen Break in Two. Come on. They're trying to save the community center. Anyway. <laughs> so um the one thing about Two this the, so I one know thing. like color wise it's it's a nice looking beer, right? It, it is. It looks but, really good right over there. But for like the Oktoberfest style, I feel like that actually takes away from some of the flavor. Yeah, right? because the nine oh three because the body can, is too light. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell that this can, is filtered. Yeah, yeah. You, the, oh, I, the other two have not been the real ale. It had a haze to it. It was very, very light, but it was yeah. it was there. The second one, I so you can clearly that, yeah. tell it was unfiltered. But oh, this yeah. one, very filtered. But I don't. I still like this one better you than can, real ale. I mean, I can I depend on the I yeast. Like I do like it better than real ale, but I don't like it better than the 903. 903 is still ahead at this point. Agreed. I think this could have sat a little bit longer. I think it could have too. I think you could sit a little bit longer. Well, maybe. And you will because yeah. we're doing an episode yeah. right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I think it's going to be difficult to get through uh, two more of these. But Would uh, like real ale's here. It says best before January 25th, 2020. Like drinking it now versus drinking it in December, difference in flavor, or would you just yeah, would, I think it, would it be it, rested? I think it mellow out really. But if they didn't bottle it beforehand, would it add oh, complexity yeah. and everything? It would, it would do a lot more. I than, don't know about complexity, but I think it would just have a cleaner taste. Gotcha. There's leaving it on the yeast. 
until it cleans it up because the yeast will clean it up, especially with lagers because lager yeast acts really slow because you ferment it at a really low temperature. Right, right. So low temperatures and yeast, they're like, they kind of don't mix well. They're really, yeast is really sluggish, but a lager yeast will keep going even though it's cold. And if it warms up, then they'll make a whole lot of off flavors. But yeah, keeping it low, keeping it on the yeast for a little bit. But then if you keep it on the yeast too long, then you'll get off flavors from dead yeast. So there's a balance there. And then you take it off the yeast and then you let it sit for a period of time. Which is the definition of lagering. Like you're, a fox. You're getting sulfur on this? Yeah, I am. I don't Just know what, like last year I don't on know. all of the Oktoberfest that we had. I don't, I don't know what sulfur tastes like, but... Think eggs. Eggs, rubbery. Ah, uh, no. Maybe. Yeah. So. No, you, you guys have never tasted it. I brought it up before. But I'm a super taster, so... Like, uh... <laughs> I didn't used to taste it, but after doing this for a while, it, it comes out now. Uh, like uh, Hans Pils, can't drink it. Huh? Really? It's, but that, it's just but that's it's just from uh, it's just rubber. It's it's the beer just museum. Bad. That's his favorite. This is deathbed beer. Yeah. Hans. It, was it was it both of them? Yes. Okay. But chugging Hans Pils. Yeah. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to Matt. If you haven't checked out the beer museum, check it out. They're cool. Do it. Yeah. They very, they very won't cool. put anything up your butt. Unless you want, I don't. I don't know. Don't say that. I've never asked. <laughs> don't bring your Hans pills around him. <laughs> yeah, it right up the butt. Yeah. yeah. Also, don't talk to him about the Fifth Element, or talk to him about the Fifth Element. Talk to go. him about the Fifth <laughs> there Element. You go. Talk to Matt about the Fifth Element. <laughs> the only person it. we've had on who is just hated it. Absolutely hated it. Yeah. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. I do Wait, were that. you there? I, don't know. I was there. I showed up late, thanks to the power of editing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a little bit here about Alstott. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. What we have did, you learned? We didn't talk. What did we learn, Palmer? Uh, w- without Clint, we can actually probably get through some stuff. This tastes like it'd be a real L. Blind, blind does. test. I don't know. So Alstott, Alstott is an authentic old world German style destination brewery. Dedicated to making the purest, easy-drinking beers guided by the German purity laws of 1516. The Rhein if you will. It opened in 2017, which everything I read said 2018, but I think it was just like copy and pasted from the, the same article. Anyway, so it opened 2017. It was located in the historic... German settlement town of Fredericksburg, Texas, which they have, they grow peaches out there. Ooh, peaches. Uh, Is that where your peaches were from? Yeah, we got Fredericksburg nice. peaches. They brew using only four premium ingredients. Hops, malt, and yeast imported from Germany, and artisan spring water. This is an artisan? That's different. I have no idea. I'm, you're reading it. It's spelled different. Okay. Anyway, so their lineup of uh, year-round beers are there's a they have their alt beer, their Kolsch, and lager, mm-hmm. and it can be found throughout Central Texas, including Austin, San Antonio, College Station, and Waco. Those are what they bottle. They have more beers on tap. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, 
like this. Well, and on, then they, on Untapped, they said they have twelve beers on tap. Oh, really? That's their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before I, they the actually other eight are IPAs. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. German IPAs. Actually, uh, Whitestone had a German IPA, right? And then yeah, or no, yeah. there was a pale ale, German pale ale. Yeah. Uh, and then TABC kicked it back. It's like there's no such thing as German pale ale. <laughs> This is a ju- anyway. I don't know. They were trying to do a thing. You th- are there other breweries out in Princeport? I'm, I'm sure there are. It's like prime location. There's a lot of wineries. Prime location like if you have money. Anyway, yeah, here's a l- or wine. I don't know. A lot of money out there in <laughs> Fredericksburg. Yeah, but I know they were bottling before they opened to the public. Right. So. Yeah. When did they start? Do we have a start date? 2017. Oh wow, they're really sometime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're really young. Anyway, um, so each Allstadt beer is brewed to be the most authentic representation of its style that you can find outside of Germany. So, which uh, Peter Kostler, who is the brewmaster at Allstadt Brewery, is a native German and holds a Master's of Science in Brewing and Beverage Technology from the Technical University of Munich in Weinstefan. Damn. Mm. And spared no expense to get him. This doesn't I don't know about this Oktoberfest though. Did this one slip through the cracks? I did hear that uh I knew some people that had it on draft out at the brewery last year. They said it was fantastic. But those same people when they had it in the (laughs) bottle, they were like, This is not the same beer that they drank. It was not the same beer that they drank Mm -hmm. last year. So this one is, I've got it at a 5.9% and 16 IBU. Traditional with the classic German Marzen style, officially served at Oktoberfest. Mild hopping complement the rich combination of Pilsner, Vienna, and Munich malts, which gives this brew its beautiful light copper color. Later Hosen is not required, <laughs> although encouraged. That's why I want to go Oktoberfest. Anyway, stop stroking the mic. <laughs> ah, Weird. Mike stroke. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> People can't see that. Yeah. Luckily, this year, they can't see it. I would say agree that this is better than real L. But yeah. I feel like this would be true to style. Like, if I had a guess out of the three we've had so far, I feel like this would be, like, the most, the closest to what we could get here in the States. If I had a guess. My thing with, like, proper German beers, oh, just in general, saying. it's, uh... <laughs> What, what about you think? <laughs> uh, they have it has that kind of Germanic taste because of the water, because they have a more yeah. harsh water. And it's not hard water. Is it hard water? It's they harder. Have, yeah, in, it's harder. Uh, Munich, yeah. I believe it's like so. They're they're a little like bit Kolsch's more minerally. Have, they're like, yeah. quite a bit more minerally. Yeah. Is what I think of. This one is maybe I would say more it. true to style, but yeah, maybe that's what I don't like. That's too filtered. The minerality. Maybe that is. That could be. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's too filtered or that you would want it more. No, just, uh, no. just minerality. It's almost got a salinity to it. Like yeah. A saltiness almost. Yeah. I get an aftertaste of something that I don't like. Yeah. Pretty much all Oktoberfests are like that. So maybe yeah. it is what the way they're all treating the water. And, and some of it is that a lot of these guys don't do Germanic styles all year but round. Kolsch's should be similar water styles. Should be. But I love Kolsch's. I love Dead. Street from Carbach. <sighs> Fuck you. You know what? <laughs> yes. This, this one does make It's you, a good Kolsch. This one does make you want to drink more. Is Clint uh I don't know where he went. Out? Yeah. Down for the count. I thought I thought he was uh 
going to his bathroom, maybe he could. He's like, I heard this is the three beers in podcast. I'm done. <laughs> How does Kevin Bacon tie into all of this? There he is. I don't. I don't think I can do two more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm. Uh, yeah. Good talk. Good talk. Um, <laughs> I'm all content to uh, go to bed here. So, well, yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> y'all just uh, lock the front door when you leave. <laughs> Get right on it. So anyway, y'all have fun. I'm lock the door. You know, you have a final, final thoughts. Right. So you want to rate the three yeah. beers that you did have? He the three beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the nine oh three, then the Allstad, then the Real L. Okay. Real L was my least favorite. That's where Cutter and I are at. Too, the nine oh three was delicious. Yeah. Um, so what else do we have in there? Is it, we got the St. Arnold and St. Arnold. Rar and St. Arnold. <laughs> I've had the St. Arnold before. The St. Arnold is my favorite, favorite yeah. Oktoberfest so far. I'd say, uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to, cause we're, yeah, I'm going to drink it. You've yeah. had it before? <laughs> yeah. Every, have you, have you never had as a, much shit as he gave Saint me a couple Arnold weeks ago? I've seen it. Oktoberfest. I've seen it. In, I've seen it. I've seen a grocery store before. Do the RAR next and let me uh, let me take a taster. RAR. RAR. So RAR is pretty cool. I've been there. I've recorded there, actually. Out of... Nobody likes to brag her. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. It says it right there. <laughs> Big letters. Fort Worth, Texas. There's so many words on there, Ken. It's another Marzen. It's like the biggest brewery in Fort Worth. I like, I like that they have <laughs> Prost, y'all, on the... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Prost um, they, they ha- I think they have that on most of their cans. They, uh, Prost, y'all. Oof, getting the chills. I'm trying to figure out Clint's reaction <laughs> over Clint's here. Clint's like, am I going to stay for a fourth? <laughs> oh, the end. That's... I don't like that. I don't know why, smell. but I don't like it. There seems oh. to be more going on in this one. Oh, no, I don't like it at all. Malty aroma. Malty aroma. That's a zero. I, I didn't like get a it. lot of smell from it. No. It's okay. I don't know. I don't like it. I didn't, I didn't right. get a lot going on. It could on be the higher it. alcohol content, right? It because could we're be doing that. A, this yeah. is a 6.7. Yeah. Um, is it? Now, but I know St. Arnold is even higher, so. No, it's not. No, it's 6. like 6.6. Oh, okay. But still, Same whatever. range. St. Arnold is way sweeter. So. It's, yeah, sweeter and smoother. This one's <laughs> not very sweet. No, it is not. I don't. I don't enjoy this one. It's my least favorite this so one's far. It's okay, but I'm about out here. I'll catch okay. y'all later. I don't like many beers, guys. All right. I would say this is Laters. close to what I think an Oktoberfest I've had before. A lot of the ones that I've had before, maybe a little bit more watered down, which is why I wasn't so, too excited about when, drinking Oktoberfest. Watered down or like uh, lighter? Watered down. Like watered down, so light in a bad way, or. Yeah, it always just tastes like there's, it tastes like water with a hint of okay. beer. Yeah, okay. I'd say that's watered down. Yeah. yeah. That's what I always think of like Oktoberfest. I'm not getting too excited about it, but when it's, when it's the season, I'm like, let's do this. Let's get Oktoberfest. Yeah. When I think of Oktoberfest, I think of heavier myself, but yeah. Cause there, there's usually more alcohol in an Oktoberfest, I'd say. Yeah. The first one we had, I was about to ask like, are Oktoberfest almost similar to a brown? Like a like, I thought it was, like, in the same they're, category at that point. I, they're related to European brown ales, yeah. But they're not... Yeah, they're similar in a way, like, that, uh, like, box, 
like a Shiner Bach is sort of like a brown sort of. But yeah, like an amber lager. Yeah, yeah. And, and you guys mentioned amber earlier. And I was like, oh, I guess it's probably more like an amber. But that first one, so which, to me, tastes like a brown. So the fourth tap, can you dig it? That can was you it. Dig was it? that an so ale? That was an ale, right? Yes. Not a lager. Amber okay, amber ale. In the mic, amber ale. <laughs> amber ale. Yeah, <laughs> because these are these are amber lagers, sort of like a European brown or a big bark. Yes, mm. much better. Oh yeah, it's probably. I, if I saw a Big a Bark or a Rar Oktoberfest, Big Bark all day, man. But I like the Big Bark. This one won gold medal to Great American Beer Festival. So did a lot of things, man. Yeah, yeah, so no. a lot of things. I I had high hopes for this one. It's not I know bad. You did. It's no, not, it's, it's, but, it's not. But still, bad. like compared to the the other five percent beers, it's no barrel aged Angry Santa. <laughs> that. That they're ugly fucking pug. Delicious. I like their ugly pug. I've never had the ugly pug. I, I think I've never wanted lager. it. Yeah. Eh, I'd try it, I guess. And he sent me a picture and he's like, ugh. Oof. Something like that. I like their ugly and pug. Then he, and then he sent a, uh, a Taylor Swift GIF. Like he always GIF does. or GIF? GIF. I like the pretzel on their can. Is there a pretzel? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah. That's not in all of the cans, so this is that's just for this one, right? Right, yeah, just for this one. But okay, malty sweetness. Uh, this one's I, once again. I wish it was sweeter. Yeah, me too. It's if not it were bad, sweeter, I would really like it. It's a not whole lot bad. More. It's just it doesn't have the the malty sweetness. It's more roasty, and it's all yeah. Like, which once again isn't terrible. Like the, but I prefer a sweeter Oktoberfest. Like the Allstadt and the and the real ale. There's it's just too light. There's like not a lot to it. I feel those are very similar. What myself? The, the these two? The the, the RAR, the Allstadt, and the Real Ale are kind of well. They're gonna be similar, of course. It's the same style, but that's kind of why we're doing this episode. Like compare these yes. styles. What's gonna suck but next I, year when we don't have like all these things to do? We've yeah. done well, ten beers in two years. German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I guess that I didn't think about that. First year we were just gonna do three, and you just brought more beer. That's true. It's kind of what happened this year too. Because how many are we doing? Because I have four in my fridge. Let me yeah, let me pick out another. So Rar and Sons, <laughs> based uh, out of Dallas. Uh, yeah, Fort Worth, Dallas. Dallas, DFW. So they would say Dallas. They would not. They say DFW. So Rar, Rar, uh, <laughs> Rar can claim a history of more than 160 plus years. Can claim? How yeah. can they claim that? I'll get, I'll tell you. Fritz Rahr, the great-great-grandson of the German immigrant William Rahr, followed his cherished ancestor into the brewery business in 2004. The original brewery in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, began operations in 1847 to serve the growing number of European settlers in the area. And they said Vikings wrong. Yeah. And they used the same age-old recipes. They, They... Settled in Canada. The relatively old new brewery came into existence in the fall of 2004, like we said. TCU graduate Fritz Rahr, who he must have, well, he already had money if he was going to TCU. Anyway, fuck that. Anyway. Fucking horny toads. Oh, fuck you. 
Horned frogs. Horned frogs, yeah, not horny toads. Which is the same thing, but different. Anyway. Depending on... <laughs> they don't have those other places, so they're not going to know unless they're in Texas. Anyway. So, Fritz Rar had fallen in love with Fort Worth and decided to continue the family tradition. He asked his wife, Erin, who is the Rar blonde, I believe... If you've seen the the yeah. cans that have the picture of the woman on it, because I think she was a model before or something. Anyway, um, she agreed to the new business from a small beginnings of around two thousand annual barrels. Rarn Sons has grown to around twenty thousand barrels. Additionally, the brewery has captured an amazing fifty nationally recognized awards in various competitions around the country, which they have on display in their brewery, which their tap room, I think, or well. They don't really have a tap room, but they, they tap stuff on Saturdays, I think, you can visit and do, like, a little tour, and then they have a bar. And, yeah. and then they have all their awards in a glass case there. That's cool. I think I have a picture somewhere. Anyway, so, but... Uh, it shows that they're proud, and they really like what they yeah, no, like Well, it? they they do. They make good stuff. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Fritz Rar's ancestors are also responsible for establishing one of the f- country's first malt houses... It's still, still, still there. What does that mean? Uh, they make malts for beers. They take the barley and whatnot, and they kiln it. They heat it until you can use it for beer. Okay, thanks uh, for so that. The huh? Malts for beers yeah. sounds a lot like barks for beers. Yeah the the soil and climate around the Eagle Brewery, which was the original name of the brewery in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. The barley was so good that his product was even bought and shipped to Budweiser in St. Louis. So they were using raw malts. Oh, they, they might oh still that's be, pretty interesting. Yeah. And the operation supplied the family's original brewery's need, as well as many of the neighborhood breweries. Operation grew and prospered, and today raw Malting Company produces and supplies malt and industry-related brewing supplies to roughly 90% of the breweries in the United States. Wow. Which uh, you can you can buy raw, raw malt, yeah. You can go on online, and I've never tried them, but uh, so they they're, they're really cheap. They're really cheap because they're uh, made in the U.S. Other than like German malts and stuff, which are not here, but anyway. imported. That's pay tariffs. Yeah. Think- so so Fritz Rar considers it his destiny to return his family to the brewing business. Fortunately for the residents of South Fort Worth. The decision and resulting success of RAR and some breweries is a major credit to the area. The brewery totals around 30,000 square feet and is available (sighs) to rent to any group. Any group? Yeah. Three beers in? You can rent it. Though, I I mean, I've been there and I don't know what space you would rent. Yeah. Ross is like, just put it on our tab. Yeah, <laughs> put it on my tab. So I'm gonna get a uh, whole bunch of beers later too. So just put those on our. Oh, tab. Oh, but uh, the social media person that was there is not there anymore. So mm. I don't know. She was also head of the uh, North Texas Pink Boots Society. So oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. saying that. Yeah. So you think they make more money selling their malts than selling their own beer? It's different companies. Oh. Rar Maltz is still located in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. And Wisconsin. Fritz Rar is here. and Well, not here, but Fort Worth. Right. Okay. You think he's uh, related in any way? Yeah, yeah. I just said he 
The great well, great grandson. I, I know that much, but I They're mean, cousins. Are the companies related in any way? Oh no, he uh, he probably gets malts from them. I don't know, but no, he probably has no stake in that company. I don't know. I would be surprised if he doesn't have something. I don't know. Well, when we get him on the podcast, we'll ask him. I guess so. In a roundabout way, we can just ask him. So, what's your I what's was, your what's your just, involvement I with? I just uh, mean, getting him on the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> So Oktoberfest, yeah. So in general, so yeah, in general. So the Ooh, history of Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> that the uh, offspring? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah uh, so Oktoberfest for hundreds of years. Oktoberfest has been held in the fertile Neander Valley, where prehistoric man once hunted the majestic Snuffleupagus <laughs> or woolly mammoth. No, that's not actually true because Neander Valley is a totally different place. Anyway, but that was on Futurama. But that's anyway. pretty funny. So the world's largest Volksfest is Volks party. Held, there you go. Party is held annually in Munich. Mm-hmm. In Bavaria. Who'd Germany. have known it? Yeah. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? It's a 16 to 18 day folk festival running from mid to late September. To the first weekend in October, the Oktoberfest is an important part of Bavarian culture, having been held since the year of 1810. So, Crown Prince—it's spelled with a K and a Z. Anyway, Crown Prince Ludwig, later King Ludwig I, married Princess Theresa de Saxe Hildebergenhausen on 12 October 1810. Citizens of Munich were invited to attend the festivities held on the fields in front of the city gates to celebrate the royal event. Later named Treesenweisen or Teresa's Meadow in honor of or not Teresa Weisen, Teresa Weisen in honor of the crown princess and have kept the name ever since. Although the locals have since abbreviated the name simply to Weizen. So the wedding celebration lasted for five days and included many of the traditional parades you see at the festival today. Horse races in the presence of the royal family mark the close of the event. At this point in history, Bavaria was still in the early stages of beginning an official kingdom, so the celebration helped the people establish their cultural identity as well as provide entertainment for the masses. So they said, hey, that horse race that was fun, <laughs> let's do that again next year. And so they did. And at this point, and for many years, the horse race was the most important part. Until, well, I've heard, I read that it was until 1938, and then they stopped it. But then I also read that it was like 1960 that they stopped it. Why, they, so why did they stop it, though? Just because? Nobody cared about it anymore. At, it was all about the beer. Well, back then, it was very... Give me those malt and hops and water. Well, the thing is, uh, back then, it was a very popular leisure pursuit of the nobility to watch horse races. And surprisingly, beer wasn't really a part of the Oktoberfest. They they had it. They had it for the wedding you and the festival. But it was <laughs> It was 1886 that the Oktoberfest started to become... More about beer and and the beer culture. The manager of that year's event was Hans Stryer, who would bring a brass band and barrels of beer to the meadow. 
More and more brewers would become part of the occasion, and beer became the main event. And the true Munich Oktoberfest, only beer produced within the city limits can be served with strict criteria to ensure this. It makes me wonder, during like Oktoberfest, do they just shut off all the other taps? No. Or... They don't have other taps in the festival grounds. Right. But, I mean, there's other taps. I, I, is it just... There's How other brewers in the city, but I don't know. They don't they don't get to participate in the Oktoberfest, I guess. So it's only there's no colches. Well yeah, I guess served. if you I guess if you think about it, if you go to a worst fest, they yeah. only have so many brewers that are yeah. there on the festival grounds. More so. than six though, right? Not really. Oh. Really? Shiner and Varsteiner. Mm, that's all you need. I like Varsteiner. Their Dunkel is fantastic. Well any Dunkel. Mm. Not any Dunkel, though. What? Most Dunkels. <laughs> I probably have a Dunkel before a uh, Oktoberfest. Did you have a Doppelbach before a Dunkel, though? I would. Mm, Doppelbach. Yeah. 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 Doppelbach's so good, though. Have I? Yeah, yes. No, you, you are right. What about an Eisenbach? Mm. An Eisbach? Yes. I've not had very many icebox. No, they 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 don't have many here. I, I I've thought about I thought about making one anyway. But we were talking to the guys at Twelve Fox, and they're talking about doing an icebox. They're they're just not. A Joel very was there. Beer. I was there. I don't remember that, but yes, I was there. Yeah, and I was talking to their head brewer. <laughs> You're too busy trying box. to have a fox pull a pour a pail of yeah. beer into your <laughs> in your face gullet. Yeah, that was a fun podcast. The picture. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw the photo? Yeah. And, yeah. Have we talked about this one? Have we give it a one, zero? Priority of the... I'd give it a one. Uh, yeah. I still think the nine to three was the is the best one we've had so far. Ross doesn't. Personally. Nah. Just, just blown person, away. Just personally. Wow. What What do you think's the best so far? I probably like the RAR best of all. It's good. Okay. Though... I, I put it second. I would say I probably like this... The RAR better than the other ones we've had so far. That's your favorite so far? Yeah, all the rest can eat dicks, but uh, <laughs> the RAR. Where do you what, put it, Cutter? Where's where that you in your order? I, it's second in mine. I think we're in the same level, man. Yeah. Get on my level. God damn it. Joel. I think we're in the same order. I call it first dibs. These are all ones, by the way. Spoiler alert. They're all going to be ones. <laughs> <laughs> have you had the other two that we're about to have? Uh, I have not. No, I haven't had any of these. Is this a German style Oktoberfest? Aren't they all? <laughs> is this is full bodied and malty? I feel like it these says, are all full bodied. <laughs> I don't think any of these have really been full bodied. I would they, agree. This one, this one is a lot more than the others. Okay, they haven't all the been nine, full bodied, but the they've talked about body a lot. This one's medium bodied. This the nine oh three has uh, a bit more body. Does this one say they're bodied? Maybe that doesn't Ooh, say anything. Like that sound. But Real L definitely said something about body. Real L should not say anything about body. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about body? That one is is not. But uh so growing oh, up wow. in Houston, there was always oh, wow. there's always talk wow. about St. Arnold's. Wow. And especially their Oktoberfest. Hey, once you get a beer out of Moctezuma, just let, let me know. Wow, that's what's again, love that color. Yeah. Like that's this, that's good. This color. one looks great. This looks really great. It's it's clear, but not too clear. But it's like got that dark, like 
Roasty amber. Yeah. Not amber, but almost amber. Orange. That might be the yeah, the most like orange pumpkin report. If there if yeah, no, it's good. It's better than pumpkin spice, twice as nice. PSL. This is really good out of a glass. Because when I had it at I don't smell it. A couple anything. of times I've had it. I've had it in a can. I've had it out of a bottle. The bottle's really good. The can is eh, it's okay. But growing up in Houston, St. Arnold's was always a big thing because that's a big brewery there. Yeah. I mean, there's also the Budweiser plant, but whatever. <laughs> it, sm- it smells amazing if you it drive does. past it, it when they're awesome. when they're malting yeah. but, or when they're mashing in. Because yeah. it's like you get all those ready notes when you're driving but like i was saying st arnold's is a big thing because it's a big brewery there it's been there for a while and it's it was houston original kind of and the oktoberfest was always a big deal every year they'd come out with the oktoberfest and everybody would go crazy for it. it's like october this is good but uh it, it is a good beer i've had things i didn't like from st arnold but eh, they make good beer I got a glass for when they first came out with the Art Car IPA. Yeah. It's still not my favorite beer. Yeah. It's it's okay. I mean I haven't tried it. I, it it looks interesting. They have their orange show now, which is based on the Art Car. Right. Which oh, well, growing up in Houston, again. Keep saying it. Just yeah, keep saying uh, it. Art Car is really something kind of special. Because they always had the art car parade, which my mom was always into. I remember always going down like West Gray and seeing art cars like that people were working on or people had on display. It's always really weird stuff, you know. But you know, there's weird stuff going uh, when there's certain certain neighborhoods in in Houston that are like very arty. There's there's certain neighborhoods in general. Yeah, in in all places like Uh, Montezuma. If you go down. (laughs) Second no, hey, Street, nope. it's like whoo. no Second Street in Montezuma. I can guarantee you that. Um, if you go down Corn Street, it's like whoo, close Mays Avenue. No, <laughs> I can't. What oh, Az- Aztec? Wheat. What was our main street called? It was called uh, Aztec. Is what Aztec, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's Tino's Titlan Boulevard. <laughs> I lived on Moninger. <laughs> That's not. Aztec? That's no, not at uh, all. No. What when you think of St. Arnold, what uh, what's the beer that comes to mind? Oktoberfest. Really. The Oktoberfest, really? Yeah. Yeah. Also, well, the lawnmower, which they don't have anymore. They have the wicked uh this is or the, no, they the, have the, the classy fancy, fancy line mower. Or the weed no. whacker. They have the weed whacker, but they still they have, the don't fan- have they don't have the weed whacker anymore. They have the fancy lawnmower. No, they have yeah. the weed whacker still. It's a seasonal, but it's like it's still there. Well, then they don't have the lawnmower. They have both. They still do. You don't have. You have both. Wait, uh, that's the weed whacker? The hef. They still have it. Do they? Oh. Still yeah, have, the, the, the lawnmower. They have a bunch of IPAs out, though, too. They have the white noise. Well, I, they have I, know, the them for, I know them for that now, but I, as. They have the. When, uh, when I was actually living in Art Houston. Car, we just I, mentioned it. Yeah, I know. When I was living in Houston, it was. Uh, pretty much all their about summer the Weed pills. Whacker and the Oktoberfest. I haven't had their Summer Pills, but I've heard really good things. Is it ours? I think I had it. It was okay. Tie-dye can. Yeah, no, I know what you're Tie-dye talking bottle, about. Whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I checked into it on Untapped. Who's Summer Pills? Their Saison is, is garbage. But Other than that... Are like, you still talking about St. Arnold's? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, which their their saison they recently did they recently added it to their year round. What's their saison? I can't remember. I I have it on Untapped as one of my lowest ratings, but nine thumbs down. <laughs> Just slightly above <laughs> no. electric jellyfish. Ah, <laughs> uh, can we talk about electric? Ch- no. We should go to Pine people, House Pizza people, sometime. People. Please, I really think we should just avoid the electric jellyfish. It is just not good. Is it I IPA? don't know what what you're drinking or what cult you're a part of, but don't I don't I don't know what you're I've tasting had, there. I've had electric jellyfish. I've had it a couple. I've times. had good IPAs. Trying, and I've had bad like IPAs. I'm going to ask: Is an IPA? Yes, and electric jellyfish is. East Coast? The bad one. It's supposed to, no. supposedly an East Coast style. Because all those jellyfish yeah. that are in the East it's Coast. It's a hazy <laughs> style, but it's like, there. it's just, there. there's nothing distinguishing about it. It's just an IPA. It's, and, like it's, 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 not, it's not juicy, fruity. It's no. not super smooth. It's just, hipsters like it. That's the best way I can say it. Is I just, Do I don't like understand the, it. Maybe they like the Crowler. I don't know. Is that what it is? They just like the I, fucking artwork? I don't know. Bitches. Yeah, I, I think if you pick up your It's like we that. talked about it last night and I don't I don't get it. So you 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 were saying that you were saying the other day that's like Pinehouse Pizza, it's like they don't make a bunch of bad beers. It's just like that no, the ones they're it, really known a for. A lot of a lot of the stuff is pretty good, but the one that like they try to get everybody to drink is just fucking terrible (laughs) so daydream is their saison daydream i don't know if i've had that uh, i don't know that one it's year-round now it's not not my store it's It's not not good it might not be so uh saint arnold was the first time doing saint arnold beer (laughs) yeah which uh like saint arnold it's a brewery. Which we, we <laughs> it's a brewery. We thought of, we thought about doing St. Arnold uh, for the the Bachelor weekend without you, but we did Eighth Wonder without you without the, <laughs> without the Bachelor. Yeah. So St. Arnold Brewing Company was founded in 1994 and was originally located far northwest side of Houston. It operated out of that location for more than 15 years. Mm-hmm. Brock Wagner, a resident of Southgate in Houston and a graduate of Rice University, founded the company and as of 2003 owns it. That's but, cool. Yeah. So by 2009, the company had purchased a three story, 104,000 square foot brick building constructed in 1914, which most recently served as a food service facility for the Houston Independent School District, or as we used to just say, H-I-S-D. Tist. Uh, Tist. So the prominent location of the new brewery on the highway was key to its selection. The redevelopment effort was expected to take a year to complete and cost a total of almost $6 million due to unforeseen events, though, such as theft of copper pipes from the building. Bitches. Better watch your copper in Houston, man. It's, uh, yeah. It's bad. I've heard, I've heard it's ter- it's terrible... It's, it's bad. It's, it's bad at almost everywhere, but it's terrible in Houston. It's worse after Katrina <laughs> because people from Louisiana, a lot of them moved into Houston. And they know copper is expensive. Well, they're pe- they're from Louisiana, so they're criminals. 
That might be an unfair justification. <laughs> That's uh, racist. No, what, what not you, racist. What would you? I'm what not saying you? race has nothing to do with it. White people, black people, Asian people from Louisiana. Terrible. Yeah, they're all thieves. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, it, this might be a, an might, unfair accusation. Unfair and true, but. I would say that's the least racist statement because you're saying they're all equals, just that they happen to Everybody be from Louisiana. From Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, but it's or, justified. Or most, yeah. mostly New Orleans. So, yeah, but yeah, no, they shut down. They they killed Astroworld. All right, they they were stealing. What, the, hadn't Astroworld been they, dead for a while? They stole the steel pipes that were holding up the Texas Cyclone, and then they. Stole the wood to make their shanty towns. Anyway, <laughs> they they didn't really, but the people that owned Astroworld sold it to build apartments. Shanty towns, for, yeah, shanty towns, basically. Like in District Nine, remember when they had no? Oh, I do remember. Yeah. Not in fucking Orleans, aliens, but bro. They, yeah. <laughs> so they stole the copper pipes. Where's my sequel? Oh, uh, so, <laughs> Neil Blomkamp should just stop. Making movies because they're all terrible. Well, would you made, watch uh, it if he did a Halo movie? Yes, yes, you would. <laughs> I would watch it. <laughs> would you I'm, enjoy I it? I don't think I would enjoy it. <laughs> he did it. like a little short, I think, not too long ago. Yeah, he had a series of shorts that he tried to do on. I was on never into Halo. Uh, so they stole the copper pipes from the building, and so the move was delayed <laughs> and not completed until the spring of 2010. Thank you, insurance. Yeah. Uh, brewery anticipated brewing over 30,000 barrels, up from their normal 26,000 barrels at the previous location. Maximum capacity of the new brewery is over 100,000 barrels. Okay, well, I was going to say... In 2018... 26 com- to 30 is not a giant yeah. increase. Uh, it, no, no, yeah. I'm gonna, we're going to build a brewery that can make 30,000 yeah, right. barrels. Uh, in 2018, the company opened a beer garden, test brewery, and tap room, restaurant, and gift shop, which I've seen a lot of people visit it since uh, 2018. I thought it was in Galveston for some reason. Nope. I thought they opened a place in Galveston. What's so great about the gift shop? You can buy stuff there. But t-shirt. Ooh. You can buy shot glasses that say Texas on them. Maybe you can get a, a bottle opener that you know opens on the right side of the keychain. <laughs> God damn you, Tony. That's an opener for me. Anyway, so their Oktoberfest is available August through, guess what? October. October. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full, yeah. <laughs> full-bodied, slightly sweet beer celebrating the autumn harvest this rich beer has a round malt flavor and an above average alcohol content perfect for a cool fall evening yeah i guess okay. this isn't until you know three well, i rained here today <laughs> so it's uh cooler than it did normal. cool it's like 81 degrees when i got when i was 81 and and 90 percent humidity <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, right, right. So, okay, this is what, yeah, they say it's best consumed at 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Pretty cold. That's pretty cold. Yeah. Even for a lager. Yeah. Recommended pairings are crispy potato cakes, roasted turkey, and spicy sausage. Ooh. Obviously. What about pretzels? So, German food? Yeah. What about pretzels? Well, I could see, yeah. Definitely. Turkey pretzels. 
Mm, <laughs> is it like ground up within the pretzel or like a sandwich? It's or? whatever you want. That's what I, I was like. Uh, I can do a, san- a turkey sandwich with a pretzel bun. I don't know. It's like there's or this... just ground up with I don't know. My sister with and some I... beer cheese. I get beer cheese covers everything. Head cheese. It's like beer the... cheese. Beer cheese. It's like this Gross. movie that came out recently called uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, and I haven't my seen sister it. are like trying to make up names for what it would be about. We're just like, all right, it's a competition. It's, about Down it's a competition where they try to make falcons out of peanut butter no, and sculpted, and then just like walking up to the theater. I, we can, had, we had I can watch different that. Things that we could come out with. Oh. Did you actually see it? Eh. No, I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. It's a fun exercise. So, speaking of movies... John Wick 3. Uh, yeah, Cutter <laughs> and I saw John Wick 3 last night. So, so Bragging it, about it. He just it, came out on Amazon. It's it, not like he was in the movies like <laughs> months ago or anything. If if you're ever watching... Okay, here here's a handy tip. Spoiler. Don't ever watch John Wick with Cutter. <laughs> What, did he spoil it all? Did he just... uh, all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy? All of a sudden, I'm the bad He's guy. He's throwing those knives too fast. Oh, look. You, you oh, he goes the, right point, into the head. You point right out there. all the CGI oh, stuff. Oh, those dogs. Very, very easily. That's not even a real dog. Oh, <laughs> oh you're one of those guys. Halle Berry has such Fuck nice you, boobs. Ironically, you. You, you know Fuck what you. else? You know, you know what else is oh, ironic Holly about Berry that? Holly Berry was in that movie. Ooh, Holly Berry? You know, you <laughs> you know like what's ironic about that? Not a goddamn thing. Ross is the exact same way. I liked it. I, it well, it wasn't. I, it wasn't bad. No, it was just I, one of those I, things. I get annoyed gonna, whenever, like, whenever it's like, "Are oh, you going to do all this elaborate like, choreography? Cool. All, all, like, the, all, all this elaborate fight choreography?" He was stabbing the guy in the eye, and the, the whole time you're like, "That knife is too shiny. It's not real. <laughs> it's of just not, it's real. not real. It's a movie. Come on, he's." I couldn't even watch when he was stabbing the guy in the eye, but Cutter's I, like, I would rather do, I would, I would rather you do practical effects. Like, all right, have, don't have real him knife. facing the shit. Don't have a uh, real knife, not having him real face knife, the, fake eye. Yeah. You know what it is, Cutter? You've lived too, too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if you're if Cutter, ten, you ten, have lived too ten, much. 10 years ago, you were like, I just oh, want to go home so and kill awesome. myself. I just want to go home and kill myself. Holly Berry with two we knives in her hands too. and coming down on a guy. That's so awesome. You say that. But now and then you're like, oh, it's too real. That's but one that. part real. that, that I really like is when he cut off his finger. Oh, my God. And then he pulled <laughs> off the wedding ring, gave it to the guy. And then I, I turned to Cutter and I said, should he have put that in a McGriddle? It's <laughs> not how it works. It's not how it went. There's so many layers. That's not how it went. That's, so not that's how, how went. you proposed, That's right? not exactly how he proposed. I, I picture it sticking out of the middle of a McGriddle. It's like there, like... Yeah. And she no, like, I, I like it, instead of a ring box, it's just stuck in the middle of the mix. I like that she like she bit into it and there's like, what is this hard? Why am I, ah. What is this? Ah. <laughs> Swallowing and just like ah. Uh, ah. you're you're gonna ah. have you're gonna wanna check ah. your, check the toilet for the next couple days. And then call me when you What the hell is this? Dear, here's a bill. This is what you owe me if you don't find that ring. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I hate you all. The, the second time went so much more smoothly. No, it didn't. Well, what no, was the second not. time? The second when the time? water heater exploded. 
So he knows. I love you so much. You you mean so much to me. Just fucking tell me. (laughs) What did you ruin? This morphin time. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you you should have got one of the old old, like. uh, It's morphin time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You just put a ring in the center of the Power Ranger, like whatever, Uh, whatever they were called. I don't remember what they were. Zordon, no. (laughs) Oh, Alpha's still there. So, a cool thing about St. Arnold's is they have this little graph for their beers, like malty, hoppy body. Oh, like most uh, most places? I wouldn't say most places have it, but... Some places. It says... Tups. Does Tups have it? Okay. I've never had a Tups. No. You need to have a Tups? I'm scared by the beer. Tups, fourth tap does? Yeah, they do. On their beers, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. This is very malty, over medium body, light hoppy, I'd say. So, I but wouldn't it's, say it's over medium body, even though. Have you seen I, the graph? <laughs> so they, fair they, enough, fair they, enough. They want to, oh God. Okay. You were talking about this earlier. And so I didn't see this until now. You're fine. But their awards, they got a silver medal From the world bottom. beer championship. For the Oktoberfest. Okay. Silver medal, World Beer Championship, Oktoberfest, 1998. Ah, come on. Bronze medal, Great American Beer Festival, 2000-2001 for Scottish Ale. Hmm. Silver medal, Great American Beer Fest, 2010-2018 for Scottish Style Ale. This is their Oktoberfest. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which is why on Untapped... It's a Scottish ale, right? That doesn't make Which any is what you were sense. this you were talking about it earlier, remember? Right, I remember. When you were untapping it, yeah. I, I haven't untapped anything, but I was looking up. You were looking ADVs. it up on untapped. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we like, might have that recorded. Yeah, I think we do have it recorded, but it was like they have this as a <laughs> I don't, I'm so, I'm so goddamn confused. Like I'm still, like even at this point in time, how do they win it? Because, a- probably because it fits in within the categories. How? And there, there are fewer people maybe entered as a Scottish ale. I'm not denying so, that. Which is why ABW won, did they win a gold medal for Australian pale ale for the flavor country? I can't remember. Because nobody else entered. <laughs> I'm sure other people entered, but they didn't. There you go, Ross. You just do some internet research, find something. I've thought about it. There's an, <laughs> there's an Italian beer made uh, from, Italian? from grapes. And, uh, yeah. Well, which I, very few people enter. Can you make beer from grapes? Fermented. I think you flavor it with grapes. I can't remember. I looked it up, but I can't. Green grapes? I, I like green grapes. Be green. <laughs> we'll see. Joel over here. So, Joel, I like green grapes. Just make it from green grapes. Okay, yeah. Joel. I, I challenge, challenge, yeah, challenge accepted. Challenge. Yeah, challenge yeah. that. Challenge that. Okay. Can you know. use Welch's grape juice? Because I like Welch's grape <laughs> I like Welch's grape. <laughs> white grape? Yeah, that's white grape. That's white grape, man. That's white grape. They have, they have both. No, you're smart It's already got the fizz. Just, just add it. Just add it. No, you're grapes, man. No, you're grapes. Swirl it. Swirl it. There you go. Yeah. That's good. That's my favorite so far. It is so pretty far. good. Yeah. Really? Your favorite? Also my favorite so far. 
but what? I dislike pretty much all the other ones. So. <laughs> it has that, like that multi-sweetness that. that I've been looking for. Like it. it does. It does, which is what I expect from other Oktoberfests, but these so far I'll be, really I'll be haven't honest, had it. I felt like there was a lot more multi-sweetness than all the ones we had last year. Yeah. Like these because are, those were from these, Austin. These are okay. But I'm they're ju- not from Austin. Is that what it is? Yes. That must be what Austin it is. Austin knows how to do it. It's like they're not, they're not terrible. It's just like the the sweetness that I think of an Oktoberfest. Like it's got that malty, yeah, caramely exactly. sweetness. It's malty like, these and guys don't really have it. body and Yeah. You get that from the nine oh three? I thought that had pretty. I said th- these two are leagues ahead of these. Three. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I I would say yeah. the RAR. I like. I still like the RAR. Yeah, I like it. It's like Ross in a different I, league than us. I think Cutter and I are on the same same plane here. Nine oh three and Arnold. Saint Arnold. The nine oh three. I don't know. To me, so far the but can, the, the cans are close. The, the cans are close. Yeah, the bottles are. A ways behind. I'd say the Allstott and the the Real Ale are pretty close because because they're really light and like there's not much to them. There's not there's not there's not much to them. Yeah, they have a bit of sweetness. Yeah, but they're so light bodied. The flavor is just not really there. Yeah, this one has so much more. F- the the oh yeah, Saint Arnold it's got that a we ton just drank. Flavor. Yeah, the Saint Arnold we just drank has so much more Drinking. flavor than all of the other ones. Oh, I'm the only one that's finished. God damn it. You've got three more in there. You could just It could. It could be done before Joel. But that's been it for this episode. Uh, what? Oh no wait. What? I've got more history to talk about. So let me go I over what like. a quick history of Oktoberfest. The Oktoberfest, yes. <laughs> so October twelfth, eighteen ten, was the, was the very first one. Ludwig the first marries Teresa of Saxe Hildebergenhausen, and and there are horse races. Eighteen eleven, they start the agricultural fair, this which is held every four years. Eighteen thirteen, they canceled due to the war with Napoleon. We all remember that War of eighteen twelve. Well, it was 1813, but yeah. It's, it's the same. It started in 1812. Anyway. Cutter, 0 for 12. It's like 1812, but after Oktoberfest. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, I don't know when it really started. But no, that wasn't the War of 1812. Whatever, fuck. It was a joke, but I'm glad she yeah. took it so seriously. Anyway. 1818, the Forget. first rides were installed. They had a carousel and two swings. So... <laughs> And horse races. No, no, uh, knowing, knowing the Germans, it was sex swings. <laughs> <laughs> and very efficient. Uh, 1819, citizens of Munich took over the planning the of the only festival. One way or are they like twist? They swing both ways. Uh, 1819, the citizens of Munich took over. <laughs> Don't shake your head, Cutter. <laughs> That's what you get. This. That was pretty good. That, Eight, one, that one was good. <laughs> 1819, the citizens of Munich took over the planning of the festival. It was lengthened and pushed back to September. That's what she said. To take advantage of the warmer weather. 1850, a statue of Bavaria was erected, and that's what she said, and was and has watched over the festival better. ever since. 
1854, nope. the festival is canceled due to a cholera epidemic. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. 1866, the festival is canceled because Bavaria was fighting along Austria against Prussia. 1873, more cholera. Just more cholera, I guess. 1885, they get electric lighting. That's pretty cool. 1886, they bring back the opening parade from the first year of the festival. 1892, beer starts to be served in one liter glass mugs called Moss. You said Stein wrong. Yeah, no. I don't know. I read it in a couple places, and a couple places said it was different. Some people said the Stein, the glass mug, was called Moss, and some people said just the beer itself in the glass Stein was called Moss, but one or one way or the other. Order, I, I, order way, Moss. Moss means uh, more in Spanish. So. M-A-B. Give me Moss. M-A German B. Which no, is M-A- two S's. No, Esset. Esset. It's a double S. M-A German B S. No, it's not a German B. It's an Esset. <laughs> it's, it's two S's is essentially what it is. Weizen. <laughs> Mass Weizen. I don't know. Oh, my uh, God. So, <laughs> so 1896, small sheds and stalls were replaced by large beer halls. 1910, they celebrate the... 100th anniversary and drink 1,200,000 liters of beer, which was a record at the time. Now, 7.5 million liters is consumed, or close to 1.98 million gallons. I want to know how much of that is consumed and how much of that is spilled on the ground. (laughs) No, they're they're very good servers. They can serve like tons of steins. They can serve a ton of drunk people. So how much of the once again? Well, oh, so once it gets to the drunk people, yeah, I see what you're saying. I I ordered this. Their fault. They drink it out of there. Um, But that's uh, apparently 1.9 million gallons. That's enough to fill three Olympic swimming pools. Just a bit. Yeah, that's but... A, uh, that's a lot of swim. That's a lot though, of beer. more people attend it now, and uh, I think... Uh, would be one, real, all right, here's, here's what I want to see in the near future. Uh-huh. Winter Olympic Games held in Germany. It's like all of the Swimming pools... All the pools are filled with the Oktoberfest beer. People in Lederhosen are drinking out of the pool, or just dipping in moss, steins. Yeah. It's like the like the the... 200 meter men's relays, just people just bump, like fucking. Bump, 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 <laughs> they just, bump. just dip in their glasses, like fucking, as people are going. So, like, by the end of the. Like <laughs> people are like. They're just running. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Michael Phelps, you're not so good at running. I don't know. He's probably not going to be. Shouldn't have gotten so high. <laughs> I was going to clean my room, but then I got high. This Afro man. He got room. it. Joel got it over there. Anyway. <laughs> I got so, it. <laughs> so, but in 2010, I think they had 6.9 million people, though, drinking the 7.0 million liters of beer. But I think in 2018, they had 6.2 million people. So, it's a little bit down. Anyway. A little bit. So, 1913, the Sill. Sill. Became the largest tent in the festival with 12,000 seats. It was named after the daughter of the Shore family, 
who was known to drink her Moss beer every evening on horseback in the brewery. Impressing all of the Of the Hockershore family? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. She's also pictured high above the entrance, which they say beer tents, but they're not really tents. They're made out of like wood and glass and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, 1914 through 1918, the festival was canceled due to World War One, which at the time they just called it war. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, they didn't name it that until afterwards. Yeah, this so, it was called the Great War. Wasn't yeah, it? It was yeah, yeah. The Great War. Yeah, 1919 and 1920, it was an Oktoberfest, but it was called Autumn Festival. 1923 and 1924, it was canceled due to incredible inflation after uh, after the Great War. Was it Depression? Yeah. Anyway, uh, 1933, the blue and white Bavarian flag was replaced with <laughs> that swastika for some reason. You don't do <laughs> cutter. Please stop doing the Nazi I'm salute. I'm just for a high five. Oh, okay. Oh, it's, it's a the high, high old five. five. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what Joel was was getting at. Nine anyway. five. <laughs> So in 1939 through 1945, it was again canceled due to war, which we discussed in our Gosa episode. They closed a lot of the breweries during yeah, that time yeah. because of they just stopped brewing anyway. So uh, 1946 through 1948, it was called Autumn Festival again. 1950, Ozaft is when they started doing that. Uh, which we talked about in the very beginning. 1960, no more horse racing, and it became what we know now today as Oktoberfest. 1970, Gay Days, which a uh, local gay organization organized Gay Days. You know, right? Cutter? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> September 20, <laughs> September 26, 1980, you know at 10, 19... PM, a bomb exploded in a trash can in a bathroom at the main entrance. 13 people died. 201 were injured. Six, 68 of those were serious injuries. Oh, wow. Uh, no one's uh, sure why, because the bomber w- was killed in the blast. Fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2008, smoking is prohibited in all closed buildings open to the public. 2010, 200th anniversary with horse races and a special beer for the festival. Oh, fuck, we missed it. Year of age, 2010. <laughs> yeah. 2011, the uh, bar was redesigned with a pipeline running from Windsor Bond, which is now uh, Paul Lanner Festvelt. Which is the Paul Anner, uh, uh tent there, or which is building there? I don't know. Is pipeline from there at the tables around the band? Uh, it has some of the youngest crowds of the festival. On the first Sunday, the Barrasal is usually closed for overcrowding as it's packed with gays. Also, the subsequent gay g a z no. No, there's an S. Also, the subsequent Monday became very popular with the gay community in recent years. So, Other cities around the world also hold Oktoberfest celebrations that are modeled after the original Munich event. So, yeah. What do you guys think is the closest to traditional? Like, if you had to of say these? this is what it would taste yeah, I like, know. I would have. Because these are all very unique, to, in my That's opinion. That's why I kind of wanted to try, I tried, wanted to get a Paul Anner in here. But I don't know. To see what they really drink. I don't know. 
I'm trying to remember from last year, I still feel like Live Oak is probably the most traditional. Yeah, the really? October. Nice. I don't like it. I didn't really like it either, but yeah. I feel like that was the most. I, I know I've said I love Oktoberfest and Spaten makes a year-round Oktoberfest. I don't think I've ever had Spaten's Oktoberfest. No. You know where the biggest Oktoberfest festival outside of Munich is held? Houston? Illegally, I'm assuming? No. Oh. Is where? It Houston? Cincinnati. What? what? Yeah. I don't have any numbers because I didn't actually write it down or anything. But Go Tigers. Yeah. Nice. Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. Nothing else in Cincinnati. But, well, you know, there's chili on uh, spaghetti, but well, nobody wants that. Yeah. No what what that. about chili on it. spaghetti with <laughs> eaten with cinnamon rolls? Oh, I'll do it. Son of a bitch. I'll fucking do it. Oh, That's not bad. Of course you will. Don't dog it till you tried it. Don't don't stop dog. trying. <laughs> don't hot dog to it. get us to eat chili with cinnamon rolls. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, but did you know uh, some yes. Inter- some? Oh. Yes, I did. Oh damn! <laughs> well, well next question. Well, Joel, <laughs> when you're out looking for ladies during Oktoberfest, you should pay attention to their dresses because the That's the attentional dirndl dress, which is the German style dress at Brutorium last year all the waitresses had the dernal dress just a German dress you know you've seen you know, there's I'm, some I'm ruffles sure on seen. it probably yeah yeah so they they what usually have a little bow like at the waist you can and you can tell by the way they're wearing it if the bow is on the left side it's understood she's single and looking oh Ooh. however if the bow is on the right side She's already got somebody. Uh, traditionally, a virginal woman will place the bow in the front of her dress. Middle. Yeah. Virginal? And, and if they have an Adam's apple in the middle, <laughs> steer clear. Just, just not. That is not the woman you want. I like to think that they wouldn't know what that is. They're like, oh, fuck, I put it on the left. It's supposed to be on the right. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know so, if people... In America, uh, they might not know yeah. what it's, it's supposed it's to be on the right But if, if you're in Munich if for Oktoberfest, they're, pander- they're going to do it. Like, if they're, no, if they're, yeah, pander- if no, they're pandering to an American Munich, crowd... Know, I'm sure they know. If they're pandering to an American crowd, they would They're put not it on pandering the to an Ameri- American crowd in I Munich. I would. In I would Munich? too, man. And like our country not is not this is the first time that somebody goes like, "Hey, it's like it's on the right side." Does that mean you're taken? And she's be like, "Oh no, I single." Exactly. Well, if you ask, and she says, but then she's dumb for wearing it on the right side. Come on, what? I bought. Is that the woman you want? Yes, it is the woman you want. <laughs> nice. Does she like McGriddles? <laughs> yeah. Tell me on a scale from one to. Zero. <laughs> Does she like McGriddles? There's no depth to my shallowness. <laughs> We're Rebel going Wilson. for it. <laughs> so there was there was also a lot of stuff on later Hosen, but I didn't write it down because it was kind of boring. Too obscure. It's probably like miscell- was, miscellaneous. Uh, uh, apparently, they use deer leather for yeah. a, like traditional, yeah. like German later Hosen and like. 
on their official website, they tell you how to wear it and stuff, and it's like, meh. Like, <laughs> Later, Hosen, wear on the wear. bottom half of your body. <laughs> you oh, actually, one of the wear. interesting facts is it was not allowed by the Catholic Church. Oh, my God. You couldn't God. wear Later, Hosen to Mass. Because it was considered by, I guess, the Bishop of Munich, I think they said, it was considered immoral. Shorty shorts? <laughs> Is that what it was? Shorty yeah. shorts? Yeah, I guess so. Hey. I don't know. I can see your dick. <laughs> they're not that short. I mean, they're above the knee. Yeah, but why would you wear to sh- wear shorts to church anyway? I don't know, but whatever. Maybe church in Kansas, but I don't know how you do things out. Montezuma. Out on uh, a lot of jeans, a lot of jeans. Tenochtitlan. Uh, out on a uh, Aztec Quetzalcoatl Lane. No, how you do it there? This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy thinks he knows the homes, uh, the home, the streets on my hometown. Uh, All right, so I feel like the cans were so much better than the bottles. Yeah. So Cutter, you're finished. What's your rank? All right, so Saint Arnold. 903, mm-hmm. Rar, Acht from Allstadt, mm-hmm. and the Oktoberfest from Real Ale. That's the route that I would take. The cans to me were so much better. I, I wanted yeah. more from everything. It's, I don't know if it was just the process uh, between canning and bottling, but I enjoyed. All three of the cans a lot more. Well, that's what I said earlier. Like I feel like I've only had stuff in bottles, and it feels a little bit more. Um, it sounds contradictory. It's like watered but full bodied. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I, it, I know it's a little saying. weird. Like when it, whatever I had it in bottles, it's a little. I don't know. It's, it's not as gratifying, but having what we had in cans tonight was really great. Oktoberfests are typically very like malty and sweet. Like this is the. The St. Arnold is the best representation that we had. Think so? Of a proper Oktoberfest tonight. I No, I should say, St. Arnold, <laughs> the cans. The cans were pretty good representations. They were a lot sweeter. Rar was a little bit more roasty. It wasn't quite as sweet as the other two. But the bottles, I don't know if it was just drinking them early or what, but it's, I don't feel like those were proper ready to drink Oktoberfests, personally. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel like every single time I've had an a Oktoberfest in a bottle, which is pretty much all I've had. It's like, you taste it, it's like, I don't know, so it's, it's not my go-to. It, 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 they all taste, at least in bottles, they t- seem kind of watered down and not, to me, they don't sound complete. Like, they don't taste like a beer that's like, oh, we've this is our final product. It seems rushed. And then you right. have it, and you're like, oh, right, it's, it's, right. Uh, it's all right. The seasonal stuff. I would definitely revisit them on tap. Yeah. But as far as on, like in the bottle, I'd, I don't think I'd revisit them again. So is that your order? St. Arnold's, yep. 903, RAR. St. Arnold, 903, RAR, Allstadt, and Real Ale. Ross, would you have that same would you look at it the same way? I have to finish mine first. Oh. Hey, Cutter. <laughs> What's going on, Ross? Uh-oh, grandmasmilfs.com. What, what <laughs> <If> you, <laughs> they don't need advertising. <laughs> Grandma's Milfs. Have you heard of the Texas Craft Brewers Guild? 
I mean, I've heard of them. Well, the Texas Craft Brewers Guild works to promote Texas craft beer, educate the public about the qualities and attributes of craft beer, and advance the common interest of Texas craft brewers. Wow is right. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Wow is right. And as far as I know... Every year since 2003, they've been producing the Texas Craft Brewers Festival, and this year is no different. This September 28th at Fiesta Gardens, they'll be doing it again. The Texas Craft Brewers Festival is the greatest showcase of Texas craft beer ever. Ever, ever? Ever, forever, ever. It's the state's largest event focused entirely on Texas-produced craft beer. And as of now, there are 82 breweries involved. Just a few uh, involved are Fortap, Blue Owl, Circle, Hop Squad, North by Northwest, Orf, Rabbit Hole, Southern Star with their Black Crack, and White Stone with their White Crack. But not really. Anyway, so, <laughs> so get a ticket, your tasting cup, and 10 sample tickets, and lift on down to Fiesta Gardens on the 28th. Brown cheap, brown cow. Yeah. Or if you'd like, you can get tickets for the Partners in Craft event going on the night before to kick off the festival. Partners in Craft is a distinctly Texas collaboration <laughs> celebration of collaboration. It's a more intimate sampling event that highlights the closeness, camaraderie, and community-oriented spirit of the Texas craft beer industry. And I'm pretty sure this episode will come out but right before this. Fantastic. And why are we talking about this? Because Three Beers In will be there providing media coverage of the festival. We well, have media passes? Yeah. We'll be there talking to the brewers and to random people trying to avoid eye contact with us. <laughs> Joel will be there. So come down, try some of Texas's best craft beer, and get on the podcast. Get on the podcast. Get on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Tony will show up. Maybe, maybe he'll be on the podcast. I normally drink MGD. <laughs> Cutter's falling asleep. So I'm finished. I pretty much agree with Cutter, unfortunately, where the cans are better than the bottles. Uh, I would say the St. Arnold was definitely the standout of the group. Really? When drinking a whole lot of Oktoberfest, yeah. In general, it's it's still pretty good. I would say it's really sweet, though, if yeah. that's like the only beer you're drinking that day. But with these other ones, with the maltiness and the bitter and the roastiness, cutting it really cuts through. It it stands out as like sweet and malty and yeah. everything like that. For a second, I'd probably do the the RAR. It has a, some of the same qualities as the St. Arnold, but just toned down. Not as good. Tony not as yeah, Tony down, Tony Brown down. <laughs> it it doesn't stand out as much. It seems like a middle of the road kind of sort of thing. Just like Tony, Tony's in the road. Yeah, and I guess the nine oh three would be after that. But uh, geez, everything else is just kind of forgettable. Uh, nine oh three is good, and then Allstott and probably Real Ale. Are you going to do the same thing where the cans are up front in the bottle? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. 
Wait a minute. How close are you to Cutter, though? So, St. Arnold. The Rar, 903, and then the Allstadt, and then the Real Ale, Oktoberfest. Which, I had high hopes for the Real Ale, but... Yeah. Damn. If it just... It's their first lager, so maybe that's it, or I don't like Oktoberfest, I guess. Maybe, maybe that's it. Because, <laughs> I think that's a good because I then. really haven't enjoyed any of these beers what? tonight. Yeah. That's kind of, that's, that's how I feel. I don't know. Joel, Joel, yeah. how do you feel? It's funny how similar ours are because we all have all the bottles at the back end. So, yeah. I would say, so the real, uh huh. All shot. I'm going. Yeah. From worst to best. Yeah, I got all shot. So Ross has when we go to the cans. So it's pretty much pretty similar to what all three of us have, right? Yeah. All right. So it's uh, the worst, and I think we're all. Are we all number? We all agree that the worst was really L, right? Yeah. We all agree. All shot. We all agree that all. Wow, that's okay. That all shot was second worst, but then we start. So are you doing the same as Cutter? No, I have RAR and then St. Arnold's what? and then the 903. 903? I thought 903 was the best. It was the most unique. It's based it out was... of Sherman, Texas. I know. It's basically oh. Dallas. Basically Dallas. Yeah, no. Okay. And, and I really wanted to hate Ar- Arnold, St. Arnold. Just, you know, yeah. just because it's Arnold. from Houston? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then. I understand it. And then 903. Uh, 903 was great. It was the most unique. It was sweet. Mm-hmm. It was consistent. Uh, but St. Arnold's was consistent too. And I think That's to play true. to yeah. why Cutter probably liked St. Arnold's is like the most consistent t- and true to flavor, which is why it's still in the top three. Yeah. But this is why it's fun because we always have different orders. Although I think we can agree, like the worst two, <laughs> all three of us <laughs> agreed that the worst two were all stat and it, real ale. I really thought all stat would be really good. Yeah. And then I, I was hoping the real ale would be good. Because everything else I've had from Real has been pretty good. But maybe next year. Maybe next year I'll be better. But yeah. Huh. So, uh. This has been the podcast. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think it has been. Been right, recording right, for about four hours now. Right, Cutter? <laughs> so, uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Find us on Patreon. Find us anywhere you want. We're on all the podcasting services. We are. I. Think so. I try to get us on any. All the main uh, ones. I don't know about Pandora. They haven't emailed us back. But uh, if you want us on Pandora, email them. Tell them. Yeah, demand that it's we like, get on. It's like, Pandora. hey, this this podcast. Get it. Get us. Get it on there. Like, <laughs> love it. And I won't listen to any Pandora until you get it on there. Uh, but. I don't know how how that would work though, how podcasts on Pandora works. Like, yeah, they're all jumping on it now. But like, even review us. You know, you can you can shit on Tony as much as you want. Please, yeah, yes. please shit on Tony. Just his, shit on his all. banana content con- <laughs> comments. I was good one going for like the banana. As long as you review us, uh, yeah. Just, I mean, that's cool. Just add us the five, the one to five stars. Hey, hey, we're cool, right? We're what right? We're acceptable. Let's, let's be. We're let's all be cool. Give us the lowest rating possible. No, and then blame it on one of us. Just say fuck you, Cutter. Uh, <laughs> give us the highest rating possible, and then blame it on one of us. Just 
Yeah. Just lay into us. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Because that, that really affects us. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. But thanks for listening, though. So, this has been Ross. Uh, Cutter's asleep. <laughs> Joel's there. And this has been the podcast. This, this is the, the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, BigHeadsMedia.com, or anywhere there are podcasts. If you like what you heard, rate and review us on iTunes. Check out our Patreon. Find it at patreon.com slash three beers in podcast. Check out all of our awards. You can give as little as a dollar a month to help us keep doing what we're doing. It really helps out and we'll give you a thank you on the show. Or for a little more, you can remain anonymous. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at three beers in podcast. Check out our website, threebeersinpodcast.com. You can find information about us in the show along with the links to all of our episodes and our really cool merchandise. While you're on our site, you can tell us what you like, what you don't like. If you don't like us, then why the hell are you still here? You should have turned us off long ago. But if you're just going to listen to us anyway, you should probably subscribe too. And if you'd like a transcript of our podcast, write down everything that we just said. French people are amazing. On Is It Philosophy, we are not going to explore the philosophers of times long forgotten. We're not going to ponder Plato or Socrates. There's so many podcasts out there for that, if that's what you're seeking. This is something different. A place where all ideas are welcome. An open forum to talk about anything and everything. We take an idea and work to find an answer. It may not be the most insightful. Hell, it may not even be an answer at all. So come and listen with an open mind. Who knows, you may like what we have to say. If not, at least we've given you something to think about. So come and enjoy and ask yourself, is it philosophy?